0: Hey, what's new, Hefe? Got a big show here in the hideout tonight. We're really looking forward to it. Ah, oh, it's Friday, isn't it? Yeah, big, big show planned for you. A lot of stuff in the news, too, Hefe. Uh, there's a lot there of hullabaloo, is. a hullabaloo coming out of the Catholic Church about the the Da Vinci Code that came out today. I saw it. I will review it in just a bit. Nice, but uh, it, it's really gotten messy over there with the Catholic Church. As a matter of fact, I haven't seen this many priests this worked up since uh, Daddy Dick came out.
1: Still all over the pedophilia joke, huh? Mm -hmm. uh, Daddy daycare. I heard you the first time.
0: Priests. Uh, Daycare.
1: Dig it. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Now, I did see the Da Vinci Code. I went Mm -hmm. at about 1230 this afternoon. Let me tell you about this thing. I am on.
0: Cafe. More stuff in the news for you. Paul McCartney uh, this week and Heather Mills. They decided to get divorced. I'm sure you heard about it. It's been all over the place. Yeah. Uh, They're starting to comment on it. Heather Mills said she's going to take this one one step at a time.
1: Oh, I get it, because she has one leg. Yeah. One floppy leg. Well, I've been there. Floppy, I didn't know that. I've uh, I've actually been there before, and uh, I understand, and that is uh, usually the thing that you have to do. You know, you got to do uh, time plus money. Yeah.
0: More news, and this one's kind of uh, disturbing if you're a man. A Philadelphia man is recovering from an attack at the hands of his wife, who allegedly tore two parts of his genitalia off with her bare hands. Women are out of control, and this woman, I guess, has been out of control for a while. The neighbors told authorities that uh, they always thought she was kind of nutty.
1: I actually liked that one. I don't know why. Hmm. Okay, this actually... Ex- All right. Now, I give you a lot of crap about this Friday monologue that we do, mm-hmm. Dubs. Um, I'd like to give it a whirl, if I may.
0: Well, I don't know if that's really the good...
2: Hey! All right.
1: Big, big show tonight here in the hideout.
0: Sure is. Real
1: Radio 104.1. Dubs, I don't know if you heard about this, but uh, authorities... Are searching for Jimmy Hoffa's body in your home state of Michigan. I did hear about that, Hepe. They're looking in a place that's rarely visited the Lions' end zone. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) ha
3: Because they never score.
0: (laughs) I don't like this bit anymore.
3: Good.
5: I think it's sick.
6: Enter the hideout. LFA
5: and be heard.
1: What, what, what's new? Uh, what are you doing, Hepa? Ah, uh, what's new, J Dub? Just hanging out. It is. The
7: oh, baby. baby.
1: F.A. and Dobbs on a Friday night here in the hideout, your safe place. Come on into it. Tonight on a Friday, you will want to be somebody.
0: 407 916 1041 888 1041 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. That's how you be somebody in the hideout. Pick up the phone. Dial numbers. Uh, Matt
1: Albert, third Mike and Ryder is here. 615-500-pound, 21-year-old black virgin. Our director, Tommy Bateman, is here on top of the talk and roll controls. Uh, Chunks Corolla, our executive producer, is on vacation in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm.
0: Had to take him to the airport this morning.
1: C Lane uh, will step up as the unpaid producer, screening your phone calls. And Jack Napier, uh, intern, is here. Uh, he's somewhere, probably getting water. <laughs> um on this friday night a lot i gotta tell you i'm feeling infinitely better i know i had to leave for the last half of the show yesterday yes dubs you did a fantastic job oh, thank you uh, i really thought you guys held it down very well treehouse what i am um <laughs> Bingo. i'm a little upset though because hmm. i missed some really good stuff apparently yeah it involved,
0: was a, it was a fun time last involving
1: night. napier and matt albert uh part of which we'll get an update on. Mm-hmm. First, though, we'll take your phone calls right off the bat. People want to say some uh, kind things about the hideout. David, in your car. You're in the hideout on real radio. Go ahead, David.
8: Hey, I just wanted to give you a shout-out, you know, on, on your last on-air day as a rectal virgin.
1: Yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah. I'm glad you've been keeping up with my doctor's appointment on Monday for my colonoscopy, you asked. See, ass. I, I couldn't even remember it <laughs> <as> on Monday.
0: <laughs> Thank you, David. Hey, Happy, think of me. Make sure you Stop. think of me. Keep that in your head. (laughs) No. Hey, keep this face right here.
1: Right here. Why why is your mouth wide open? I know you were into stuff, but geez. My tongue's out. Now, here's what's odd. Uh, I got my colonoscopy on Monday, Mm -hmm. but I haven't been told, like, I haven't been given that crazy shake that you're supposed to drink to clean you out. Oh. So I'm wondering if it's going to be an initial checkup, because they haven't told me anything.
0: I I hear if you uh, slip them 50 bucks, happy ending. Right there.
1: It's completely different. It's not even close to being the same thing. It's not a massage. It's... Kinda. It's checking for ass cancer, I think. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know if that's what I have. It just, you know, that's what it appears. All right, Stamper real fast in Gainesville. What's up, Stamper?
8: Hey, what's going on, guys? Go ahead, dude. Do that pre-show Friday monologue that Doves does is golden.
1: Thank you. I think my joke was the best today, no, though. No,
8: no, Doves does it better. <laughs> hey, I was—I forgot that this weekend's my weekend with my son, so I'm not going to be able to come up and pay Matt Albert on Monday. But I just want to let y'all know I'm not screwing you over. I just
1: forgot. Okay, thank you, Stamper. This is a rem- uh, reminder: the money is not flowing in nearly as fast as it should be from Matt Albert a week ago today accomplishing the fat man walking.
8: Anybody who doesn't pay up needs to get their clip of them saying that they were going to pay up blasted on next Friday's
1: show. I think so. We should, probably should go back. Good idea, Stamper. Thank you, bro. Uh, come up to the open door tonight. By the way, we've got a great open door policy planned at 10 o'clock mm-hmm. for you. Open door, we open up the gates to the hideout. You can come up, visit if you like. But, yeah, uh, without a doubt, if you promise money and you ain't paid yet, it's time to pay up. Now, some people have been so kind, they paid immediately.
0: Yeah, A lot of people sent it in right away.
1: Not as much of the money's coming through as I thought it would. And uh, we need to get that fixed ASAP. So, Dubs, it is a... Uh, I kind of want to talk about the Da Vinci Code right up front. Do you? And then we'll get everything started. Okay. We've talked about it so much. I went to go see the 1230 showing mm-hmm. of the Da Vinci Code. Now, did you ever finish the book? No. Okay. In fact, that plays into my review. Okay. Many of you, I bet right now, are on your way. And there will be no spoiler. I'm not going to spoil it for you, so you don't have to change the channel.
0: But... Um, well, the Da Vinci Code has come under fire this whole week, basically, after it came out of... Where was it? Cannes? Uh, con, yes. Yeah. Uh, they... Uh, they Cave it really, really bad reviews. Uh, the reviews from the people who saw it on uh, Rotten Tomatoes have been kind of trashing it. Right. And uh, you were telling me a little bit about it when you called me today.
1: Yes, so I went to go see the movie. Now, I have not finished the book. Uh, out of the 430 some on pages, I was on page 180-something mm-hmm. when I went to go see it today, which roughly translated to about the first 45 minutes of the movie. Okay. To me, the first 45 minutes of the movie were s- were dull slow, and a bit boring. Okay. Now, it seemed like it was complete coincidence, or maybe not, because while watching everything they had read to that point over the Da Vinci Code, because I saw it this afternoon, I was waiting for the next thing to happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And in addition to that, I was wondering how they were going to get to that next point, then how did they leave stuff out? Now I have read books before and then gone to see the movie and not had that same kind of wondering. I didn't have that same sort of a uh, translation or you know mixed mm. up as far as going to see it. But as soon as I got to the point where I had stopped reading, the movie sped up immensely, and I loved it from there on. So now, are, are, so I will say this: I highly recommend the movie. Okay. Yes. Um. And Tommy, you're in good good uh shape because you picked it for our top five uh for the top movie of the summer.
9: I started working out again.
1: Um here's what it is. Uh, yeah. Uh <laughs> sorry, a little late. I'm just now I'm not quite hundred percent. But twelve thirty showing over at the Altamont, packed. Packed at really? twelve thirty. So and I already saw that the the showings for now are sold or were sold out at that one. Okay, So let me say this. So to me, I'm thinking this movie was made for people who did not read the book. Mm -hmm. Now, it's a given that the 40 million plus who read the book are going to go see it regardless. But if you did not read the book, I think you will enjoy the movie more than if you had read the book.
0: Well, I I always thought that, too. Whenever you read a book and then watch the movie, it it always kind of... Ruins the movie to you because you uh, are so critical to it because you have every little detail in your head. And when uh, detail is skipped over, it kind of throws you off a little bit. I always prefer watching the movie first and then going and reading it.
1: And I'm having, and then I actually afterwards sat down and, you know, began reading the book again Mm -hmm. and was enjoying the book a hell of a lot more post movie. So. You know, people were telling me, you got to hurry up and read the book before the movie comes out, but I say complete opposite. I think you you actually watch the movie and then go back and read the book to fill in all the other stuff. But, very good film. All
0: right, uh, kind of related to the film. I heard that some of the theaters were showing uh, previews of World Trade Center. Yes. How was it?
1: I got there late. Missed Damn it. Me. But... I saw that too, and mm-hmm. I knew I was probably going to be running late. Probably part of the reason why I was running late. Mm-hmm. I went ahead and went online. Oh, I, I was looking for it online and didn't find it. Damn. And watch the preview. I got it. I can send it over to you. We can play it. Oh, cool. If you want. Um, in fact, if you go to the Drudge Report, drudgereport.com, uh, and I have a whole. Actually, after watching this, two dubs, mm-hmm. watching the preview for the World Trade Center movie, completely unlike the United 93 movie. I think this is going to be a very good movie, and this one I am not as up on arms about. Uh, not nearly. I'm going to send you the link right now, Dubs. Okay. For the World Trade Center, and we'll come back with that. Or we'll play it in the next break. But, um, that's the movie, the Oliver Stone movie, starring Nicolas Cage, uh, about the World Trade Center. Nicolas and- Cage. And the two guys who survived
0: it. I can't miss it just because there's Nick Cage in it.
1: Yeah. Oh, he looks so emaciated in it, too. Like Does he's he? really, really, really skinny. Like, high-five skinny. So, but regardless, Da Vinci Code, those of you on your way to see it, those of you are probably going to see it this weekend, mm-hmm. and here's the thing, uh, me and my girlfriend, I'm going down to her parents' place uh, this weekend, down in South Florida, mm-hmm. and we're going to go see the Da Vinci Code
0: again. Ah.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't I, mind. I don't. I, mind I know. You, I don't.
0: You don't mind sitting through it again, but you're helping Tommy out over there.
1: Yeah. Yes. Sorry, Tommy. So that's an extra 850 going toward your total count. Yes. And apparently, too, Tommy. Worldwide, it did very well in like New Zealand, Australia, France, Britain. So yeah, dude, you're actually doing really well as far as the top
0: five movies go. Did you get the link? Yeah, I'm uh, loading it right now. Do you want to play it right now? Well, it's. Is it up? Yeah, it's ready to go. All right, here's the preview that is being shown for
1: World Trade Center, the movie by Oliver Stone, starring Nicolas Cage and Jay Hernandez.
0: But they do talk in it. And he has a broke-back mustache. Nick Cage does. That's
10: all working Tuesday, September 11. Color for the day is green. As always, protect
2: yourselves, watch each other's backs.
5: We have unconfirmed reports this morning that a plane has crashed into one of the towers of the World Trade Center.
10: Prepared for everything, not this. Not for some of this size. There's no plan. Okay, listen up. You gotta evacuate the tower. Who's coming? Step forward.
7: I got it, Sarge. I'll go. Sarge. Alright.
10: Follow me, stay together.
1: The one thing about this trailer, mm-hmm. they showed this is the inside view of it, of the towers collapsing. Yeah, which is pretty intense. Yeah, it is. And I think this is where it is. Because this is about the two. Police officers, I believe, mm-hmm. who survived the collapsing of the World Trade Center.
7: Can you still see the light? Yeah!
1: And that's everything. Yeah. Now let me tell you about this movie real fast. Why I don't mind it so much. It appears this movie is based
0: around yeah like a personal struggle during nine eleven of uh, a couple of police officers not really uh, speculation exactly
1: like we know this actually happened these two mm-hmm.
0: guys actually happened to
1: survive the you know the World Trade Center collapsing and so you know, we're not speculating all that much as to what went on. I mean, we have two people who were there, and we have their stories. And two, it almost seems like it's profiling and highlighting the firefighters and the people who were really important Mm -hmm. on that fateful day. On the other hand, with United 93, it's complete speculation as to what went on in that plane, and that's why I hated that movie and that movie coming out. Mm -hmm. This other one, I'm looking forward to, and I actually think... Is going to be a good movie, and as Nick Cage, and I think Oliver Stone doing it completely takes everything as much as like conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a real big on the conspiracy stuff. I think for once the conspiracy with him is keeping all of that out and just focusing on the
0: story of these two guys. It looks good. I mean, just the 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 pure. You know, visual aspect of it I mean, they worked really hard, it looks like, on this one
1: Yeah, it's a Hideout, Real Radio 104.1 Yeah Got some real fun stuff planned for you guys I am feeling a Thousand percent better than I was yesterday When I had to leave the show early Yeah Thanks to you boys, too, for holding down the Hideout last night Very good job Uh, All right, here's what we got going on There's a lot of audio we have to play for you. I know Mm -hmm. we had a lot for you yesterday, but we've got even more today, including one about a McDonald's that's going to go down in just a couple of seconds. Jack Napier last night did something, brought in the first hideout hottie, and I missed the interview because I was passed out on my couch.
0: Mm -hmm. I've heard about it. Well, here's the thing about the hideout hottie this week, and I don't know if the pictures are up. She was very, very, very hot. That's one thing. I mean, she fit that criteria. But she wasn't much of a talker; she didn't talk much. So,
1: well, like any hot chick, kept her mouth what,
0: shut. And that's what I said. I said uh, I, I don't think hot chicks in the radio mix because they are not used to holding a conversation. She agreed. And they're rarely good at speaking. Mm-hmm.
1: So, uh, regardless, here we go. I got to say, Napier, thanks to you, we got some fun planned for tonight, especially around the open door. Mm-hmm. But Napier, who's on your team? Napier, who's on your team?
11: You are, F.A. That's
1: right. We're teammates, buddy. You and me, we're on the same team. I can't hear anything. It's okay. I know you can't hear anything. He's gay, too? But we're on the I can't same hear team. Anything. It's That's my team. I te- can't hear anything. That's my teammate. You leave him alone. Uh, Napier, our new intern here in the hideout. Here's Soph, our documentary filmmaker. What's up real quick, Soph?
8: Hey, man. How's it going? Good, Duke. All right, uh, when you all talk about the 9-11 stuff, uh, Mm. if you haven't seen it, there's a really good documentary by two French filmmakers called 9-11. They were actually in the World Trade Centers when they came down. So they were kind of at the wrong place at the wrong time when they filmed
1: it, and it's really good. Where do you get it? It was on CBS.
8: Uh, You can get it it at Blockbuster. uh, The Blockbuster I went to, they had it. Uh, They showed it on ABC, I think, too.
0: CBS, right, Tommy? I don't know one of those. I thought it was CBS. but...
8: But it's really good done classy and uh
1: it's really good you all right, it. thank you soft appreciate it my friend all right man y'all take it easy all right too so, soft send
9: me the pictures of the girl last night so i can post them
1: yeah asap all right so dubs you found this audio concerning something going on at a mcdonald's
0: yes nashville tennessee uh and they're finding this going on uh, all over the country i guess um sexual predators uh working at mcdonald's after they get out of prison yeah and uh I guess. Uh, well, it's ironic because on Dateline to catch
1: a predator this week, they were all walking in with McDonald's. <laughs> they were. They were like
3: bringing over cheeseburgers, no pickles. Of course not, because no child likes pickles. What if they? What if they, uh, they ask the guy to bring McDonald's in the you know in the chat log? So uh, that way, when he gets there, you know the crew get some food.
0: Oh, oh or, I wouldn't be or pro- Product placement. Yeah, it's big. I did not even think about. But is that? I don't think that's what Mickey D's wants to be associated with. <laughs> no. but they are associated with it in that show. Um, think people bringing it over,
1: there are a lot of uh, kid touchers, apparently. So maybe it's a very good niche market.
0: Now, uh, I probably wouldn't have pulled the story unless it was for the terrible delivery of the uh, the reporter here. Their lead investigative reporter sounds a little off, and uh,
2: we'll play the meat of it right here. This is Riverbend Maximum Security Prison, home to some of Tennessee's most important criminals. And for 15 years, it was home to sex offender Eddie Jean Saunders. <laughs> time after time, the parole board refused to let him go free, fearing his desire to sexually abuse children. <laughs> but when he would served out his sentence and the parole board no
0: Is he speaking English? I think he may be deaf or something. I, I don't think he can hear his own
2: voice. What, was, no that way. La-
1: what was that last little part there? Hold on, rewind that. That was crazy.
2: The parole board refused to let him go free, fearing his desire to sexually abuse children. But when he'd served out his sentence and the parole board could no longer hold him, (laughs) Saunders traded his life under the barbed wire for a life under the golden arches.
6: I was concerned about the little children working there.
2: Geraldine Coppish, one our Saunders here at this McDonald's on Franklin Road in Nashville, even dated him before she found out about his past. Okay, hold on. What's up with this guy? I know. I couldn't What does I, he look like? He looks like a normal, like
0: science teacher, old man ish kinda he has like the uh big white like uh uh mustache and the big white hair.
1: Wow. it's uh, it's odd. Like what he is trying to do almost uh, like he's like a human
0: robot. Yeah, it's very it's very speaking spell or something like that. <laughs>
1: Like this is what robots are supposed to sound like. If robots sounded like this, you'd be like, Hey, we've come a long way. Yeah, maybe
8: the best talk show I ever listened to in the area.
1: I think we've uh I think we've been had all this time. I think Sir Gary's actually a reporter up in uh, Nashville. Tennessee. yeah.
2: That was bad. 87 Saunders pleaded guilty to multiple counts of aggravated rape, (laughs) aggravated sexual battery, and use of a minor for obscene purposes. The case involved multiple victims, the youngest just six years old. (laughs) ordered that Saunders be laughing. Hold on. on.
1: Let us make it clear that we are laughing at the way the guy (laughs) coughs and not what
0: he's saying. I just want that to be thrown out I don't even hear what he's saying
1: anymore. I
2: I just hear this voice. I'm wrapped up in speech pattern. And and even after he was released in 2002, he was supposed to face another 10 years probation with no (laughs) unsupervised contact with children.
6: Every night he was with young children. He worked as the manager, so he managed the young children.
1: Here's what it sounds like mm-hmm. it sounds as if we had someone say like read paragraphs and then we cut it up and splice it together with our fancy editing equipment.
0: But the funny thing is his face shows up on the on the screen talking at points. So I know it's just this is just how this
2: guy talks.
6: There was a lot of teenagers working under him. At yes yeah. at night.
2: Last November, Saunders was busted again, this time for failing to register yeah. as a sex offender. Register. He was sentenced to 90 days in jail. Hi, right, hold on. <laughs> oh, my.
1: He was sentenced to 90 days in jail. My goodness, this is crazy. This guy is a reporter in Nashville, Tennessee? The lead investigative reporter. The lead one. It's about time I get into television, man. I don't care about how I... Is he pretty? No. Well, then I should be on television, because I can speak.
0: If this guy's on television, get him a radio show. This goes on, and I cut this off early. I have a a three-and-a-half-minute clip here. And I had to cut it off early because I couldn't handle it anymore.
2: To release, court records show he was back at work at McDonald's, this time on Murfreesboro Road, <laughs> as a manager.
6: Well, I called the corporate headquarters to let them know that he had a child molester working for him. And yeah,
2: the reaction was?
6: They were supposed to do a background check on it.
2: Victims' rights advocate, Bruno Wyatt.
5: I cannot imagine what? that you would put somebody with this kind of history in that kind of setting. Mr. You're asking
2: for trouble. A spokesman for McDonald's says the corporation did check Saunders' record and it came back clean. But he may not be alone. Our investigation discovered 36 offenders who, in their most recent <laughs> reports to the state's sex offender registry, he told the stop. TBI that they work at McDonald's. Slow down, TBI brother. TBI says at least 10 others listed McDonald's as their employer sometime in the past. McDonald's. <laughs> And the crimes include rape, aggravated sexual battery, rape. use of a minor for obscene purposes, and the of a child.
12: I'd say, wake up, McDonald's. Why do you think there are 46 sex offenders working in your establishment? Because they can, and they can be around children. Because the they
1: can't get, the they can't get jobs
0: anywhere else. Yeah, We've already frozen them out of every other job. It's not like they can get, like, a, a CEO job. I'm... <laughs> I guess I can get reporter jobs.
2: Uh, I'm getting this. Wow, this is hard to listen to. Disputes the TBI's numbers, saying that many of those that the company could identify have not been terminated. Seriously, how does
1: he has a speech impediment? There's no doubt. It's like he does something like this, but he's trying to compensate by really enunciating. How did this guy make it even to Nashville? It's like if Dubs was trying to properly speak. I don't properly speak. Hmm. Hmm.
2: or left. Uh, Stag versus
5: Nicholas Aloyo.
2: One of those former employees is Nicholas Aloyo, who our investigation <laughs> discovered had a long history of sexual misconduct involving he children as youngest as ten. They would allow Nicholas to be there on
9: to be on the lobby with the kids, seventh the little boy. This guy, <laughs> does
2: anybody there speak
1: like normally? What is going on? They would How much more Nicholas is this? 30, 30 seconds. The lobby awesome. the kids
2: sent the little bowling alley for the kids and singing on karaoke with the kids. In Eddie Saunders'
1: case, he filled out
0: a job application. <laughs> <as if laughs> Hold on. You gotta wind it up to application. And this is when the guy's he's like walking towards the uh the, the camera talking. Well, it gets
1: worse because he's no longer focusing on how he speaks, he's also got to walk at the same time too.
2: Set up the little bowling alley for the kids and sing on karaoke with the kids. In Eddie Saunders' case, he filled out a job application this <laughs> one as, <if laughs> as if the applicant has been convicted of a crime but only during the past five years since he'd been in prison for 15 years he could check no and it wouldn't be a lie but now as a result of our investigation mcdonald's has begun asking if the applicant has ever been listed on any sex offender registry
0: just to shut you the hell up stop calling me mr (laughs) robato all right now let me ask you about
1: the meat of the story Yeah. Is there anything wrong with the guy working at Mickey D's? I don't
0: think so. Honestly. I think he should have to report it as, hey, this guy is a sex offender. He is working here. We can't stop him from working here. We can't stop a guy from making a living. But everybody be aware.
1: I don't know. Maybe there's certain jobs you can't have if you're a sex offender. Daycare. That's one.
0: School teacher. Another. But if you're working at
1: a Mickey D's, a place that specializes in the Happy Meal with the ball pit... Then you probably shouldn't be around kids uh, if you're a kid toucher. Why can't he work
0: in? The, why can't he work back in the uh, in Here's the prior?
1: Maybe an Arby's that doesn't specialize in catering towards kids, but a Mickey D's does. How about just have him cook? The guy can cook and not be around the kids. Cam camera guy in Orlando, you're in the hideout.
8: Man, that guy's voice is messed
0: up. <laughs> so whoever is an agent needs to be fired because. I, no, no, probably he, no he he need, The that. agent needs a huge, huge bonus for getting him a job.
1: I'd like to hire that guy because obviously he was able to get that retarded in Nashville,
2: Tennessee. Who knows what he could do for us? Application like this. This one asks if the application mean, is we going to take a break. Come back. Of-
1: Am I the only one here who thinks that this guy shouldn't be working at a Mickey D's?
0: No, he definitely should not be working at a Mickey D's. I mean, that thinks I'm- he should be. No, no, no. No. I think he shouldn't be. And I think he should be. We're all straightened out. No, I I do I don't think he should be working with the kids right there at the register. But I do, do think he should be able to cook. Why can't the guy cook or the drive through? He's not gonna reach through and grab a t- kid's testicles right, through some, the window. Somehow, about' <laughs> thinking? That guy,
1: that guy, in that report has like infiltrated into our I, heads.
0: He is he is channeled through me.
1: <laughs> we can't even concentrate anymore because of that maniac. <laughs> it's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. So- Friday night with the Hideout Real Radio 104. Clark Kent here in the hideout. What's up, man?
8: Good evening, j and FA. How are you? <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't
1: resist. No, I got you. What's going on, dude?
8: <laughs> Not much. I just wanted to say a couple of things. You said you saw the Da Vinci Code today.
1: Yes, I saw it this afternoon, the 1230 showing at Altamonts.
8: Well, there's one thing, and this is no spoiler information. This is stuff that they've already said in interviews. One of the main things I think a lot of the hardcores are going to get ticked off about is, apparently in the book, and I've never read it, there are two distinct codes but they've kind of truncated them and slammed them only into one code for the movie. Hmm. And another thing that they're complaining about is in the book, uh, Tom Hanks's character is described as Harrison Ford and tweed. Yeah. So they're really upset about why do you have Tom Hanks when you pretty much the guy the author almost named who he wanted to be in the movie when he wrote the book.
1: I think it'd be a lot cooler with Harrison Ford too. Now that I think about it, really, Instead of Tom Hanks. Yes. You didn't think Tom Hanks did a good job there? No, actually, I didn't. He was very in the, no in the background, kind of non-existent. The chick was the star, mm. and she's pretty hot too. But uh, I haven't gotten that far to decipher everything I've read up. It's the one code, but uh, I'll have to see from there as I continue to read.
8: Yeah, so I don't know. I, again, I don't know if they just ignored the second code or whether they truncated it to make it part of the same one. But that's one of the things.
1: All right, I'm gonna have to. Uh, as, I'm gonna try to finish the book this weekend as sure. I go on a little mini vacation. But thank you, Clark. Can't appreciate it, buddy. Okay, Matt. Now, Dubs, you say it's okay for the alleged kid touchers to work at a place like Mickey D's? Yes, definitely. It's a restaurant. If, uh, that can that caters to children.
0: Caters to Americans. Children. I mean, it, it has a section that uh, will you know give children a discount for their meals, but it has with, a playground. Yes, it has a little playground in there. I'm not saying they should be uh, scrubbing the balls in there. I think uh, they should be back there, you know, cooking the burgers, maybe doing the Here, fries. Here's the thing.
1: I think you don't let them work at a place that caters to children, in any way. Example: They could work at an Arby's. They could work at a Taco Bell. All those places have kids' meals. No, they have kids' meals, but they do not cater towards children. That is not one of their main niches. I'll give you another example. Would you want one of these cats working at Chuck E. Cheese?
0: If they are making the pizzas, I would have no problem with
1: Absolutely that. Absolutely not.
0: I wouldn't have a problem with it.
1: They could work at a Domino's. Does Do children happen to eat Domino's or Papa John's pizza? Yes. yes.
0: But they do not cater to children. I'm not saying he should be in the Chuck E. Cheese costume. I think he should be able to press out the dough and throw some pepperoni on
1: there. Okay, that's what he wants to do in his own special way. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the problem. 407 916 1041 Does anybody else see my rationale here? Is dubs clouded by his own personal preferences. What do you mean, preferences?
0: Uh, you know. I prefer Arby's, actually. So I mean... I'm not talking that.
9: <laughs> I'm talking the children. Um... I like it when women look like Arby's.
1: Okay, now let me say this. That's different. That's disgusting. <laughs> mm. All right, let's take it outside of the food route.
3: <laughs> Special sauce. I just got that? <laughs> Horsey sauce. All
1: right, let's take it outside. Of okay. It. Let's take it somewhere else. Let's say it is uh, maybe a Toys R Us.
3: Okay.
0: Okay.
1: Now, should a kid toucher be allowed to work at a Toys R
0: Us? Overnight s- night stocking, yes.
1: Or would it be better if they worked at like a Home Depot?
0: I don't think it makes a difference,
1: or a Bed Bath and Beyond, or a Kohl's, or something like that. Again, think... something where you're not catering towards children,
0: and unless they are in direct contact with the children, I don't think there's a problem with it. If they're uh, a stock boy or something like that, fine. Four zero
1: seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phones.
13: What about a Walmart? You're not really catering to children, but they have children clothes there. There's a lot of other departments they exactly. work
0: in. They can work over in the uh, sporting goods or gardening. Um, I don't think they could be. They should be selling the uh, what do they What do they sell there for the children's ones? Is that the uh, Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen ones? Yeah, and panties and mm-hmm. such. A Walmart, I would be. I'd say no. Why not Walmart? It's a all you know. It welcomes everybody. They they don't do even commercials aimed towards Here's kids. Here's the
1: problem with that. With a Walmart, you do have a like a children's section. You have a toys section. Mm-hmm. So it definitely could be um, interpreted that way.
0: What as a kid's place? No, yes. it couldn't. It's a very small section of the business. I'm getting this on the I.M. People are with me. They understand the difference. That's just your I'm not check.
1: I'm not saying though. No. <laughs> She's a work. Uh, I'm not saying that you know Kit toucher shouldn't be allowed to work, but I'm thinking at certain places that cater towards children, there's no way.
0: I'm getting people on my side over here too. I have uh, Giant Brian telling me cheddar are good, which I think is mine, and uh, yeah, that's it. So I, I have plenty say- of people on my on my side over here.
1: I mean, plenty of people.
0: Giant Brian, he counts as ten. <laughs>
1: Um, radio, for example, that's a good place for kid touchers to work. Right in here, in the hideout, in a booth with you. Are you coming out and saying something to me, bro? Bro, yeah. we know about your affinity for
2: the kid. In Eddie Saunders' case, he filled out a job application like this. This one asks if the applicant has been convicted of a crime.
1: Yeah, Nick in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Nick? Hey, nothing. You
8: guys have a great show. First of all, thank you. But uh second I wanted to say, whether or not, you know, they get hired at a place like Toys R Us, you know, any Joe Smoke can just walk in there and wander around the
0: store all day long if he wants to anyway. Yeah, so you're going to get kid touchers in there if they want to be in there, but at least you know what person is in there when they're working there. They are profiled. You're not going to be able to
1: just hang out and wander around a, a Toys R Us? Why not? They're not going
0: to be paying attention, you know. Of
1: you can, course they are. No. as much as you want. No, you can't. Thank you, Nick, by the way, for the it's compliment. It's a huge store. You're not, A grown man cannot walk around a Toys R Us for longer than 45 minutes without someone wondering what's going on. This
0: is a bet, my friend. What? I want you to go to a Toys R Us and just hang out there. Skip the aisles. Mm-hmm. And see how long it takes for you to get kicked out. Try out some bicycles. I guarantee you won't get kicked out. Damn
1: Cause... it, we need Napier for later. hmm. But I would kind of uh like to send him to the Toys R Us and just have him wander around and see how long.
13: I'd get arrested.
1: Yeah, you <laughs> cops find you everywhere now cuz you're so big and so black as you put it. You're a big magnet. John Johnny Claremont, you're in the hideout. What's up, John?
14: Hey, what's up guys? Uh I just wanted to talk about you guys haven't mentioned
8: the fact that this dude could have been 18 and uh had sex with a 16-year-old or something. No, he you know? wasn't.
0: He wasn't. I I saw a picture of the dude that was uh he was uh 30-some-year-old guy. <laughs> Uh, oh, okay. And uh, <laughs> when he got out of prison, he was in his forties. Yeah, we're, working yeah. at a, a, uh, yeah. Cody's a hardcore third of basically.
8: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, we're slanting it toward the uh, the kid touchers okay. again. That's Dubs's bias. It's a hideout row radio
7: 104.1.
1: I right, see this, and I'm sure you'd agree with it too. What? It's a hideout row radio 104.1. I'm Thank you to our friends at local six by the way we will do hurt at first with our friends at local 6 coming up tonight during the 10 o'clock hour mm-hmm. problem solvers on local 6.com child molesters convicted sex offenders living at motels and timeshares just miles away from Disney World and? so I'm sure you're okay
0: with that no problem they can live they they have the ability to make a living and live so, they are they are disgusting human beings but human beings nonetheless. I don't know, dude. I'm not a sympathizer at all. Doesn't sound like it, G. But they did go to prison. Doesn't sound like you've been in their shoes. I haven't. But uh, they they have gone to prison. They have served their time. And I think they deserve to be able to live. I think everybody should be aware of who they are.
1: Maybe in a nice Nebraska. Something like that. Montana.
0: So you just want to give them a state.
1: Yeah, why not?
0: North Dakota.
1: This is your state. How about the Upper Peninsula of Michigan? They can Not have even it. a whole state. Just basically that extra, the uh, the Wisconsin appendix.
0: Maybe uh, raping elks up there?
1: Nice geography joke for mm-hmm. you. Uh, yeah, Sea Lane.
3: Unpaid pay producer. Yeah, uh, I think a lot of people end up on that list like unfairly. Like I've read stories of like guys what, what what is this in the hideout? A bunch of sympathizers? Well, all right. What about this kid that like streaks through his uh, high school pep rally and since there's freshmen and sophomores in there, he gets put on the sex offenders list. Yes. For
1: life. Absolutely.
3: For a stupid prank? Yeah, well, you know what? You got to have some brains about you.
1: You can't be uh... running around flopping your junk when there are some 14-year-old freshmen there.
3: Yeah, you just can't do it. Why? But he gets put on the same list. See? And, and put in
0: the same category as people that rape 12-year-olds.
1: I don't think it's the same category. I think they have different
0: standards, <clears throat> but, don't they? But when you you uh, when you when report on like, an application or something, it's very general. And it's looked at basically the same way. Well, sorry,
1: then you don't get to work at Mickey D's. Damn it. I know this hits home for you. How no, it bad. doesn't.
3: How bad must you feel to get told, no, you can't work at Mickey
1: D's? (laughs) Well, you know what? That's just part of the thing. That's what you get for flopping your junk around. In high school. Yes. Who? Think about that. Think of the degenerate who is running through a uh,
0: packed gymnasium. Nude. Someone runs through a nude, the other one plays the other mascot. I mean, there's there's different pikes uh, out there. <laughs> don't bring my history into this.
1: Yes, I was the other mascot at our pep rallies at South Grand Prairie High School. <laughs> I was the mascot of the opposing team. What was it? The, the Sam Houston Texans. So it was a big Texan.
9: Sounds like a wrestler.
0: And... Or a porn star. Sam Houston.
1: But those that's not even nearly the same thing. Close. Close. You're talking about someone running nude through a gym. And, and anyone who's someone... stupid enough to do that, or stupid enough to walk down 436 in a thong in front of an elementary school, deserves to be locked up. Had it coming. Ew. Oh, wait. See? Yeah. Don't judge me. All right, real fast. Here's a place that I think <laughs> a uh, kid thatcher could work.
0: Okay. Construction. Why construction? Uh-huh. Why? Why is that a okay job and not working the fryer? Um, I think construction because you are not around children. Sure you are. You are right there on the streets where children are walking by. No, you're not catering to the children. Here's well, a, how about this? The uh, construction company they get, uh, that they work for gets a job uh, rebuilding a the school.
1: Uh, then, no, you, you can't work that job. you got to work a different job.
0: Well, that's the only job there. He's, a, he's employed by that, that place. Then you
1: don't work that go-around. It's that simple.
0: So you can't uh, Look, pay his rent for that two months. You committed the crime and they did the time, and they should be when they re, when they are let out of prison no. they they, they, they go up for parole. Here's the reason why certain things cannot be rehabilitated, including
1: kid touching. what if they if were, someone has an affinity for children, you're not going to change that. The best you can do is to keep them away from their vice. Which
0: is children. That's what we have a parole system for. And When they, when uh, professionals are willing to say, okay, this guy is okay to uh, go back into population and to uh, live his life, we can't keep on putting him back into some kind of prison-type atmosphere where we're telling him where he can and can't work. Right, Hot
1: Toddy says, it's like watching an alcoholic hang around a bar. And that's true. Right, here's a boy, Tuttle, who does hey, some good guys? Hey, bro.
8: I, uh, work construction and we do a lot of schools, uh, that like rebuilding of, uh, mm-hmm. schools that where children are, are there and like they build up parameters around it and if you're caught even looking at a kid, they kick you off the job site. And, and we've been having these problems where even if the kids throw something at you, because these punk high school kids keep throwing crap at us all the time.
1: <laughs> Poor Tuttle can never win.
14: Yeah, you, you can't do anything to him. You can't yell at him. You can't do anything. They, yeah, they have that all the time.
1: Um, Tuds, <laughs> let me ask you. Yeah. So they do, like, but they'll allow kid touches to work construction?
14: Yeah, they will as long as it's not on a on a school. Like even if you have like a
8: DUI or whatever, they won't even let you work on a job site.
1: Alright, so uh there we go. All right,
8: title, well, thank you, buddy. Alright. And you can't do Coke either.
0: Oh. oh, damn it. How are you supposed to get any work
1: done? Here's one place they can't work, movies. Why not? Because you got things like over the head, you got cars.
0: It'd be they're easy
1: just... to snatch a child at a movie
0: theater. What if they're just back there popping the popcorn or up there working the uh the uh the reel? Where they're d- away no way. from
9: everybody. Mm-mm. How about foster care?
0: <laughs>
1: that
9: won't work either. Juvie hall, because it's like prison.
0: Um, all right. Those kids deserve it anyway.
1: Toasty stuff's gonna have to
0: rephrase. Hmm. All
1: right, you can't say those two letters together. Tell them to say oral. <laughs> all right. Wow. Toasty stuff. Uh, I.
14: Yeah. Um.
8: The thing about total with the high school kids, kids throwing things at them, that would probably be me and my friends, but um. Yeah, um, the, the talking about the kid that almost got in trouble for a sexual um, predator's list for running around streaking.
7: Yeah. I, I put a sign put on, on the girl's
8: back that said free oral. Right. And, um, yeah, I got in trouble for that. And they started yelling at me, saying that um, if I'd done that before to her, they asked her, they said, has he ever done anything like this to you and this and that? And if she if she would have said yes, I would have been put on that list and then I would have been in trouble for life.
1: I, for putting a list on her back that says free oral, like a, like a sign. sign.
0: Yeah, or like a kick a me, kick me, me sign. sign, yeah. Huh. But it's horrible. I don't know, I think maybe you deserved it. How? For making a little prank where he puts free oral, but more descriptively, on her back. Imagine the shame that girl has to go through. <laughs> for ten minutes, and everybody's just chuckling. No one thinks that's actually an ad that she put on her back. It's a form of possibly sexual assault. No, it isn't.
9: What if it was a yellow piece of paper, and it was like the Yellow Pages?
1: I hate you liberals. What do you mean, we liberals? We need to come over to the good side. Actually, you're the one who's liberal on this. I'm the one who's being conservative. I'm the one who's being tough on crime.
0: Why don't you be tough on rumbo like this?
1: It's the Hideout Real Radio
0: 104.1. Friday night with the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. What
1: a beautiful day it was today, too. How are you anyway? How is everybody today?
0: Actually, it was a very nice day for me. I had to take chunks to uh, the airport this morning. Other than that, pretty good, which was uh, just a pain in the ass. I hate taking people to the airport, but for some reason, I'm the only one always doing it. <laughs> yeah. And Matt, remember, you have to pick them up. I know. When did you come back? Monday morning. At 8? Yeah. Damn. Ugh. Uh,
1: all right, so chunks. No chunks tonight. Nope. But we still have a full slate for you this evening in the hideout.
0: Uh, Dubs, you have more audio you wanted to play. Well, yeah, I mean, we were just playing the uh, mixed sex thing with the really, really bad uh, investigative reporter. Uh, Matt sent me this one. I believe it's a, a news station out uh, of South Carolina. Yeah, what's uh,
13: Salem? I think.
0: Yeah, and uh, this lady was doing a traffic report, and much like uh, last night when we played the Jody Foster M&M. Do you want to play that first again? Refresh everybody's memory. Yeah, for
1: people who didn't hear it last night, here's the J- Jody Foster rapping the Eminem lyrics.
6: You own it, you better never let it go. One shot, do not miss your chance to blow. This opportunity comes once in a lifetime. You better lose yourself
7: in the
6: music the moment you own it, you better never let it
7: go. One shot, do not miss your chance to blow. This opportunity comes once in a lifetime. Do you
0: I guess that was at some kind of graduation over at the University of Pennsylvania. Ooh,
1: all right, that was real cool.
0: And uh, this lady is doing the traffic report over in South Carolina. I don't know what's going on in the news with uh, the guy we had earlier, and now this lady rapping a white lady wrapping her uh, traffic report.
2: Okay. Jenny has traffic.
10: All right, I'm a little nervous, but here's my rap. <clears throat> All right, you're going to have a good, good drive today. There ain't no problems on our major roadways. Looking, looking at country club, things will look pretty good like Robin Hood. Now I'm moving across the triad, yo. It ain't too bad, no, 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 no. Now things look nice on 68, and I know you ain't going to be late. So that was your traffic wrap today. Man, let's get some weather from my weather, get- girl. Uh, Austin Cabin, come on, give us a Aww. weatherboard,
2: give it to
1: Oh,
2: word. word, word, oh boy, Word! Did it's who guy, throws
1: in probably. word at the end? This lame white bitch. It's 1997. Whoa! It is word? the
0: worst. I think it's worse than uh, Jody Foster. Only reason Jody Foster may be a little bit worse is because everybody knows who Jody Foster is. But this girl, and I think this signifies the end of rap as we know it. Too many white people are trying it out. All right, this is our new favorite thing here in the highlight, I suppose. Yeah, white people rapping <laughs> poorly.
1: When does this happen? Why do why do people decide this is what I'm going to do, this is going to be funny, this is going to get over?
0: I guarantee it was some kind of office bet where they uh, had something going on and she had to end up rapping the, the traffic. I think it was that
13: Chronicles of Narnia rap. They saw those two white guys doing it and like, I, I can do it. Why not? Because there's so many spin-offs of that. I haven't, you- I haven't seen that. Oh, you haven't? No. Chronic? What? Goals of Narnia?
1: Oh. Oh yeah, the SNL thing. Yeah. Uh, in addition to that too, you notice how like I want to say.
0: Hmm. Go
1: ahead. Well, just like white folks can't do
0: anything. Yeah. <laughs> anything cool. But, like, I, I agree. But like, if
1: you had a, if you had a Latin guy or a black guy trying to sing country, we could do it just as well.
0: Wow. Sure. Yeah, right. I don't know about well, uh, just as well. Aaron Neville. Was probably about the tops you had, and he wasn't even that good. If we tried,
1: I'm sure we <laughs> could. bastard. But yeah, you white folks try to hop on the rapping thing other than Eminem.
0: And Eminem, I think, is the reason why these white folk are uh, picking up on it and thinking they can handle it.
1: Now, you had one more thing as far as white and black people go.
0: Yeah, uh, this is actually from the same station over in, uh, not the same uh, station as the... Uh, r- How
1: recent was the ra- uh, the rapping?
0: It, it, was, it was very recent. It was uh, maybe a week ago. I remember Whoa. looking on the ticker. And she really... Don't be racist. <laughs> I'm trying not to be. Uh, she really put in word, she like wrote, last week. Word and the, uh, <laughs> you know, kind of like the uh, crossing, crossing the arms. arms yeah. The dmc thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, this one is actually from the same one as the, uh, the speech impediment guy, the same station. Uh, this is about grills and how the new fad of grills are ruining people's teeth.
1: I know SBK is a real big fan of the grills. I think he's trying to get some.
5: It's a hot hip-hop fashion trend in
12: Nashville and across the country. They're called grills, removable mouth jewelry. And while the grills make your mouth shine, some dentists warn the bejeweled teeth could cause problems down the road. News Channel 5's Lyra Manning tells us why the trend is so popular and why it worries some experts.
0: Now, the great dynamic in this story is how they are on the streets talking to black people. And they, they get the black people to start rapping about the grill. And then they flip right to the white dentist talking about how bad it is for their teeth.
12: Oh, boy. Grills have been around for a while,
7: you might have epidemic with this one.
12: but with many chart-topping rap songs referencing them oh, wow. yeah. and Nelly's explosive hit dedicated to mouth jewelry.
9: can't even to without
12: The trend is more popular they do it like your grill. <laughs> than ever.
9: Like,
12: damn. These are different than traditional permanent gold teeth.
14: so easy. It not even come
5: out of I got open
0: faces with that. I think they're just trying to make fun. I honestly do. <laughs> because they can't find one decent person to interview about this. Hold on. Is. Hold on, though.
1: If you're going to put grills in your mouth... You really think you're going to have something articulate to say? I'm guaranteeing you're fine. Not to to stereotype and go overboard, but if you throw grills in your mouth, I don't know... How good a spokesperson you're going to be.
0: I th- I think they can find someone who can at least put together a sentence. There's, there's no people from Cornell with grills <laughs> in their
3: mouth. There's no guys with decked out grills that say, I think our foreign policy needs a
0: complete overhaul. <laughs> right. And diamond.
11: That at the bottom and with the bottom.
8: I ain't got white gold, two drop old faces, 14 yellow gold, with a white gold diamond cut trim, color
12: <laughs> They can be popped in and taken out at whim.
8: Is this jewelry, my like <laughs> I tell them step back. I might
3: blind you.
12: Yeah. This trend uh, concerns the American. All right, hold on, sos- pause
3: it. <laughs> I just heard you go. Oh, what's <laughs> wrong, Matt? Are you cringing over there? I just don't know what to
13: say to people like this. I can't talk to my people that have grills in their mouth because they, first of all, people with grills in their mouth, it looks like their breath stinks. Just the, just it just looks like it smells like bad pennies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right and
13: and they th- usually can't form sentences like i can
1: yeah because you're so good at it yeah i'm
13: so fluent now <laughs> let me say
1: now why you say your people like you you think this is bad for uh black folks you of the, the way they talk or
0: we talk <laughs> when we're on tv That just now is it is it the camera that does it or is it the is it commonplace Or is there some excitement that comes along with it?
13: I don't know. Apparently, when we get in front of a news camera, we get into groups, and we just start saying, they is. Like that that one person said when I was doing the uh, interview Mm -hmm. with her. Ah, damn dyke.
1: (laughs) Stop Be nice. I hate the D word. So, I don't know what you're talking about. Is it maybe because you experienced it firsthand when you went out earlier this week? And uh, interviewed some people. It's
0: on just the- piling on you now?
13: Yeah, you just can't escape it. You hope that, you know, maybe it's we're not like that all the time. All right, hold you know? on. Like what? Like what Like
0: this?
12: ...association and many dentists. I, I with two The ADA says even though these grills are removable... I cut it like ...don't think like they're e. problem-free. And
8: you actually will see teeth. They're oh, God.
7: Dr.
1: Randall Rose is they, a dentist... How did they specializing find Foghorn in- Lakehorn?
0: <laughs> the dentist. Everybody in Nashville is screwed. I have no doubt that that is the worst place. It's a <laughs> land that time forgot over there.
12: ...in cosmetic dentistry and implants...
0: One of the biggest things is they don't fit the teeth accurately. And because they
8: don't, uh, it makes it very easy for food and bacteria to trap in those areas. What we've got here bother, is,
10: you young man son. And is
12: <laughs> improper use and care of serious gum disease, cavities, decay, and other dental
2: problems. He says he never wore a grill, but he may have. Also,
0: <laughs> what does may- that even mean? So this guy had bad teeth. This black guy comes in with bad teeth. He said. This guy said he never wore a grill, but I think he may have. Well, that doesn't mean anything.
1: Why <laughs> yes. are you lying
0: to me? So, just because he has bad teeth, they're blaming on the grill, at least this guy is.
12: Many states, including Tennessee, by law, only a licensed dentist and assistants are allowed to make a dental mold or structure to be worn in the mouth.
10: So if you've got people
8: going into a shop, having a jeweler, a tattoo artist, uh, someone who does piercings doing it, uh, my understanding is they're actually practicing the industry without a license.
5: Call me George, call me
12: some people who have grills have had several pairs and had problems with some of their pieces.
5: First, my first grill was real tight. It was
12: painful, it was uncomfortable.
10: Just sitting down to something that I bend and break like very easy. It, it kind of messed up one on my
0: back feet. Sometimes my TV bling.
12: But they like the stuff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> did he really
0: say that? Sometimes my teeth be bleeding. All right, K-Mike brings
1: up a good point. I was going to let it go, hmm. but since he caught it, I guess he'll bring it up. Uh here's what K-Mike says on the uh, AOL Instant Messenger War Radio Hideout. Matt Albert complains about other people uh, talking as he mispronounces escape. What did I say? Escape. I said escape. No, you said escape. Let me ask you a question real quick. Yeah, it was. Shut up. Uh, I did. It happened. <laughs> Dude, it happened. I'm sorry. I was going to let it go, but K Mike caught it.
13: All right, 45 more seconds left in this. Don't put me on blast.
1: You
5: put me low? And got their
1: grills done somewhere else.
5: Because I heard got my second one went, um, um, let me see your grill came out. Oh, they say uh, they know the importance
12: of keeping their teeth and mouth jewelry clean.
14: I brush my teeth five times a day, so I good.
12: I like my teeth. My teeth are straight without the gold. If
14: yeah, you got the grill, brush your teeth, and brush your grill up.
6: Keep them shining, looking good, yeah.
12: The American Dental <laughs> <People laughs> Association understands I want to be that guy's best friend. <laughs> That they hope people won't wind up sacrificing their teeth. What was that?
1: I don't know. That must have been something funny. Hold on. Let's go back over Yeah, rewind it. I was talking over it. Clipping death jam audience. I just wa- I do want to be that guy's best friend. He it sounds is. cool.
12: The American Dental Association understands this is hot now. But <laughs> they hope people won't wind up sacrificing their teeth for a trend. Lyra Manning. we and like them. Oh, five.
7: Now,
12: grills range in price. Some of the mouth jewelry seen on rappers and music videos actually costs upwards of ten thousand dollars
1: uh yeah that didn't seem edited in any way to be biased
0: was <laughs> just random screaming yeah they just wanted to make black people look foolish in that piece my teeth be bleeding <laughs> dishing his lip probably <laughs> a bunch of rings around his neck stretching it out golly Killing a
13: calf. <laughs> Make sure it's a nice rainy season. Alright. Hideout Real Radio ridiculous. <laughs> 104.1. <laughs> it's
1: a Friday night with the
0: Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Happy and Dubs. 407 916 1041, star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Happy. We still have these win-it-before-you-can-buy-it uh, tickets for Dave Chappelle. Do we or do we not? Uh, yes, I, got, we, got we, got another another pair? we got another pair for today. Ooh. I, yeah, we gave uh, we gave believe. one away to Soft last night, correct? Yeah. Yeah.
1: By the way, he uh, definitely earned them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, We'll get to that in a little bit. I did not realize we had another pair of Dave Chappelle win-it-before-you-can-buy-them. Yes. He is going to be at the TD Waterhouse, I believe,
0: June 21st? June 21st, tickets go on sale this Monday, May 22nd at 10 a.m. at the TV Waterhouse or at Ticketmaster Outlet.
1: All right. That's very cool. All right. I'll let you think now. What would you do for those Dave Chappelle tickets? Yeah. If you want to bring it to the hideout, we'll... Uh, We're having an we'll open you, door. We'll let you do it. Oh uh, So check this out. <clears throat> so this weekend, I'm going with my uh, to meet my... I've already met my girlfriend's parents. Mm-hmm. But now we're going to visit them.
0: You're going to be on their... This is the first time being on their turf. Yeah. Okay.
1: Down in South Florida. They got a place down in South Florida, and this will be, I guess, the first time that I am under their roof. Yeah. Like, I've met them for a grand total of maybe hours. hmm And... I don't know.
0: Has as your chick uh, set down the ground rules for what, their parent, what your, her parents will expect from you and uh, sleeping arrangements and that kind of thing? Separate rooms. See, that's how it was. Um, and actually, we chose that uh, with uh, my my chick's parents. I still will not sleep in the same room with her at their house. Yeah, but you live with her. I still won't, though. I won't sleep in the same room as her at their house. Why is that? Just out of respect. It's Really, it's a mm-hmm. respect thing? Mm-hmm. Even though they know you guys sleep together? Yeah, but out of respect, I will take the couch and she'll take a bed upstairs.
1: Have you done it there yet?
0: No. Have you wanted to? No. I, I don't like doing that. I, I do find that disrespectful going over to someone's uh, parents' house and having sex there. Uh, They're they are nice enough to feed me the whole time I'm there and, you know, to uh, provide entertainment and have fun with me. I'm not going to bang their daughter under their roof. That's an animal thing to do. That didn't seem kind of fun to you? What do you think about that, Tommy? Don't you think that would be kind of a... Uh...
1: Depends like, if she's loud or not. Like maybe on their bed or something? No. Or is that, that's wrong? That's wrong. That's just asking for something bad to happen to you later in like life. Like
3: some sort of karma thing?
1: Yes.
0: yes. We'll flip it over. Would you ever do it at uh, your parents' house? Yes. Yeah, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Garage? Personal? <laughs> <laughs> Because I, I think that... Oh, Whirlpool, yeah. Laundry room? As, as it's my parents' house and the house I grew up in, I feel like, me personally, I have that respect for, you know, my mom should have that respect for me. and uh, But I, I doubt my girlfriend would be into that. All right, what about running a batch? Oh, the shower is open game. Ew.
9: What? I don't know. I find that more I, disgusting. Yeah, how is that so, more disgusting? Yeah, to
1: me, that is more disrespectful than having sex with their daughter.
9: There's a drain.
1: How
3: is that disrespectful? I, That's I, what she is. I find that to be a nice middle ground, like yes. a compromise. You're not going to banger. I bring her my own house. conditioner. Yeah. Okay, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing.
1: To me, that is way more, like, creepy. Here, all right, hold on. Think about it as if you're parents for two seconds, you got a daughter. Mm hmm. Mm. And you walk in on one of two scenarios. Your daughter being banged by the boyfriend. Okay. All right? Yeah, if you're a father, you want to kick somebody's ass. Or you walk in and the boyfriend is just whacking it. In alone. the shower. No, and, no, no.
0: Just anywhere. Just there alone. That that's disrespectful but the shower is <laughs> no, the shower the shower is not a safe place it is it is not your panic room it is it, a place where it, it's self-cleaning and it's, it's water's not
12: a cleaner by itself
0: no you no, need no of course you rub it in you, what? You, what you're kind of like you're kickstarting a bike what you're
1: like a bad water cat or something. All right, do you understand what I'm saying? Now hold on a second. <laughs> Which one is more? Right, I hear you. <laughs> Banging the girls more. That's Bye. definitely... Then the guy there by himself, I think I would think the kid's some sort
3: of a serial killer. He couldn't control himself. By himself in any other room, that would be disrespectful.
0: But, as Dub said, No, shower... no, no, no,
1: no, no, no. Take the shower out no, of it because, because they're not it... walking in on you in
0: the shower. Hold on. My
1: rules. I'm no, setting up the scenario. No, because
0: you're taking my thing and you're taking it somewhere where it's not going. Huh? It's not where, where I take it. It's so. my scenario. No,
9: it isn't. Well, forget about them walking in on you. It's still a shower that they might be using later. So?
0: It's <gasps> a bed or a floor that they're going to step on later that's not going to get washed up.
9: Now, is it disrespectful if you're the parent and you're hiding in the closet watching?
0: Yeah,
1: it's And you accidentally there.
9: fall out? Mm-hmm. That's wrong. Do you just walk out like, hey, uh trying on some shoes? <laughs> so, nice ass.
1: Right. <laughs> Dubs. Really? Mm. Really? You honestly believe you're more okay?
0: Yes. Without a doubt.
1: All right. 407-916-1041. Triple eight nine seven
0: eight one zero four one. I little help here, Matt.
1: You're the father. You walk in on either to one of the scenarios in which I have drawn out, for the sake of argument. Which I, one would disturb you more? I'd rather
13: see the guy just you know going at it by himself, just because I'd probably think he's just sad and a loser, or It'd be a mental or advantage, or right?
0: he's a guy and guys need to run a batch every once in a while, and he has respect not to bang the bottom out because you are uh, you know you're in his house I can't see my little girl getting banged yeah I just wouldn't like that no, I it's would not, punch the guy it's not what do you what would you rather
1: see which one would disturb you more well my little girl getting banged that would disturb me I don't think it would for me I think Perf. I w- I would think way less of the guy who is taking care of himself than as opposed to being intimate with uh my daughter like you've never done it
0: what ran a badge someplace you we weren't supposed to your shower exactly why is that that bad <laughs> felt good sorry, see? sorry. I, I don't have a problem with you doing that that's sorry fine. about the loofah
13: i'd rather see the guy just uh, you know going at it by himself
1: <laughs> you're not man <laughs> you're not what's up dude uh,
8: yeah, I was just going to say that um, I'd rather run a batch in the shower than to, like, blow up someone's bathroom. I'd feel worse about doing that than taking a shower.
1: Oh, you mean, like, what do you mean what do you mean blowing up
0: somebody's bathroom, like dropping a nasty deuce?
8: Dropping a real nasty one. <laughs> <All> <laughs>
1: see, <right. laughs> uh,
0: see, that's disrespectful, too. I would never poop in my uh, chick's parents' house, either. i go to the McDonald's. That's stupid. you go for other reasons. No. you go got to look for a job. <laughs> i go there to drop a deuce.
1: Uh, Douglas, from 417. You're in the hideout. What's up, dude?
14: Hey, guys. How you doing? All right. Hey, I love the show. I um, my,
8: uh, This girl I was actually engaged to, her and I worked in uh, food and beverage, and one night got out of work real late and went to see my parents in Tampa. And we got there, and my parents were already in bed, and we went to my old room. And, I mean, we lived together, and we were engaged, and we went to bed, you know, at like 2 in the morning. And the next day, my dad pulled me aside and was like, you don't do that. My house, run. It was just like, freaked me out. I had no clue that they would react like that because I was engaged to that girl. Yeah, yeah
1: see, that's a very surprising thing, too. If you're mm-hmm. engaged, or maybe already living together, it's like, you know this is going on. What is it about us being here in the same, you know, being in the same room or house well, with you that, that freaks yeah, you he out? Was like,
8: yeah, he was like, you can do what you want in your house, but in my house it's like this. But now that I'm thirty, now I'm thirty-seven, and I'm in the same situation. I'm engaged, and now they've never said anything to me about it. It's weird. It was just like that one time, like breaking the ice. It's
1: always here's what it is. It's always like the first time. You know what I mean? Thank you, Douglas. Like maybe the
0: first real legit. Why can't you control yourself for a weekend, though? That's what I don't understand, Dubs. When you were a kid, did you ever have sex at the girl's house? Um no. I hate you. <laughs> I just
9: prove my point just once. No, I can't. I hate you die. <laughs> I've never
0: had sex over at the a girl's hot parents house, neither have I.
7: You've <laughs> never had sex. <laughs>
0: okay, point proven.
13: I'd rather see the guy stop, <laughs> you know, going at it by himself, <laughs> taking it out of context. No, it isn't. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs>
1: All right, hold on. Let's go to C-Lane, who's probably a bit of a poonhound. Have you ever had sex huh? at the chick's virgin.
3: house? Is he a virgin? A vir- uh, not really a poonhound, no.
1: You're a virgin? Yes. Oh, wow. Are
3: you?
11: Yeah. Is yeah.
1: C-Lane a virgin? I mean, I'm sorry. Is Napier a virgin? Don't look at
3: me. I, I, I don't, Napier. I don't, have you got
11: a any... Yes, I have. I don't have any headphones.
1: I can't hear anything. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that kid. Which team are you on? <laughs> Which team are you on? Yours. You. All right, that's right. We're on the same team. <laughs> All right, Destro says his parents let his girl and him sleep in the same bed last time they were home, and it blew his mind. He was so weirded out by the fact that his mom suggested it, he couldn't even get aroused. Ugh. See, I don't think... Part that... of the fun is having sex and trying to keep it down so that they can't hear you. No, that's
0: disrespectful.
1: No, it's not. It what is. kind of a woman are you?
0: Yeah, but if your are mom... Grams? No, because if you if you have any respect for the woman or the parents that raised her... What is this, 1952? No, it's, it, there's still values that you should have instilled in you. What values? Those two banged to have that daughter. Exactly, in the house that they bought. It's not about buying the house. Yes, not it is. There's a, there's a respect factor that goes into a house that you built and you've, uh, you've raised that's, that family in. That's lame values then, crap. Then stay in a uh, motel. Do
1: what you want to do. No. I want to spread my seed, and I want to do it under their roof. I can't believe you, of all people, the person on this show with the lowest moral makeup, other than me, has
3: has this kind of an attitude. But if your mom suggested it, would you feel a little awkward? Not at all. I'd be like, turn up the radio. You don't want to hear what's going on. (laughs) You're a dirty, dirty...
1: Can you make some papas con huevo, because we're going to be hungry afterwards. Humping be saying <laughs> Hunger from humping? Yeah. That's the best kind of hunger.
9: I think Dubs is getting old.
1: I, I think he you know Why? Have, I think the gray hair along the
0: side is really starting I've to infiltrate. B- I've been like this my whole life. Yeah. I have respect for parents. I have respect no, for parents. No, you don't. Too. I absolutely do. don't.
1: No, you can't tell me whether or not I have respect no, for parents. You're proving it yourself. This I don't isn't have about to say proving it. it. This doesn't mean because I want to bang their daughter that I don't have respect for them. In their house. So? I'm banging them in another house. What does it it's, matter?
0: That, that's your house that you pay for, and you guys are having a relationship. That's fine. But when you're in their house, it is their rules. Oh, my God. You can... What a killjoy.
1: When did you become conservative? I'm not conservative. Uh-huh. Obviously you are, Hannity. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. That one. means I'm right. Friday night with the Hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Is it okay to have sex in your chick's parents' place? No. I disagree. That's what Limbaugh says over there. All right, Tumblr says he was having sex uh, with, this chick's, uh, with this chick in the parents' house when they weren't home they were on the couch. Folks came home, and they thought that they were dead but uh, mom and dad were, like, having fun.
0: Those like... parents are creeps.
1: Whatever. Dude, it's a natural thing. It is a part of life.
0: That you can do at your own place. You, know you have no self-control. It's
1: this hang-up about sexuality that really is bringing this country down. Or is it the hang-up of no respect no, it's not from you respect. punk kids? <laughs> oh, can you see, you grams? Curmudgeon. Johnny Q, you're in the Hideout on Road Radio. What's up, man?
8: Hey guys, how you doing? I was I heard you guys talk about uh, you know sleeping in at your home, mm-hmm. uh, your parents' uh, home. Even if you were 37 and you brought in your girlfriend, it doesn't matter your age. And if you're that old and you don't realize it by now, then then I have some I have some concerns about your thinking because obviously you haven't learned that you know in your home you gotta you gotta run things. The way you see right and proper, and you know, that's just the way it is. You know, it's uh, it's,
1: uh... uh here's the thing though. I mean, like, what what's the big hang up for you? Like, is it because it's the actual act of sex that's happening? Like, what is it that's quote unquote disrespectful?
8: Well, no, I mean, if you're sleeping in the same room, yeah, you're you're implying that that's going to take place. That's that's disrespectful, you know. I mean, I wouldn't have a problem with someone sleeping on a room, et cetera. But that, that whole game and that, you know, that's just deviated from what is right and what is wrong. If you have some respect. According for to who, home, you though? That. According-
0: well- Thank you, Johnny Q. According to who? According to the person that you are in their house. If you are in their house, is according to that person. When you're in your house, you can run stuff any way you like. If you are paying for a motel room, you can do whatever you like. But you are not in your no, house. No, you can't. Or... You can't murder people. Go ahead. Got, have you have to pay the, the consequences. No, you can't. Just do whatever like you, you like. Just like when you're in uh in the house, you have to pay the consequences if you are caught.
9: Eh, what if you're not? Then
0: you got away with it. I think I hope you, can you feel get good away about with yourself. I, uh, I
1: will. Sinatra, you're in the hideout and room. killing my motel room. Hey lady. Guys, what's going on? What's what's on buddy.
14: Listen, man. I just want to say. If
8: I was a mother or a father that caught my kids doing it, I would feel honored. You'd join in. You know? I would feel honored that they felt comfortable enough
1: to be that relaxed and just chill. I'm with you, man. It's not
0: just chilling.
1: No, it is. And here's the thing about it. We have such this hang-up about sex... You've turned it into such an awful, evil thing. No, it's not. That somehow it's disrespectful when I think Sinatra's right. It's and you about... know these kids. You know these kids are doing it everywhere else. Do you want them doing it in some seedy motel or in your basement?
0: We're talking about grown adults going over to visit their parents' house and uh, having sex. Next.
1: I just can't believe this. Like very ultra conservative. Silly thinking where sex is something evil. It's not evil. it's something bad.
0: It's not evil, it's not bad, but it can be disrespectful.
1: I'm not asking him that. What? Oh, oh, no, I'm not going to relay it to you.
0: Can you send it over? No. Uh,
1: I tend to doubt it. Uh, Here's what Tommy wants me to ask you. It
0: was an I am.
1: All right, Tommy, what do you want to know? Has your chick ever had sex at her parents' house with other guys?
0: Um, I have not asked her that. I wouldn't ask that either. It's uh, not my business. I don't go around uh, trying to figure out what she's done in the past.
1: All right, Pride says, I have two questions for J-Dubs.
0: Yeah. One
1: is that, is what if you had sex in the shower? So let's say running a batch in the shower is okay. What about having sex in the shower?
0: The batch thing goes into a different level. It's a significant No, because what? running a batch a, running a batch in a bed, you you are dirtying the place. Oh, literally. Whatever. But when you're in a shower, it's a completely clean act. Now sex <laughs> no, <it's> not. <laughs> you're a maniac. <laughs> if it's not, you have terrible aim. Now having sex in the shower Get a, get a tissue, get a sock, it's okay. You're gonna, yeah, what uh, are you going to do with that sock? Put it back into your... into your. Throw it in the trash. No, I don't want... I, then I'm going to have mismatched socks. is going to drive me nuts forever. Then now, you bring an extra one. Now, I having sex in the shower is still disrespectful. It's not the mess you're making with the sex. It's the respect. You're such a hypocrite asshole. How? Can anyone else see this? No. no. just
3: me. Well,
0: what, I kind ceiling? of agree with Dubs, I'm on his side. Yeah, because you have no
3: soul, jefe. If you throw the sock at the tra- uh the trash, then the trash smells like flour. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just... Or chlorine. <laughs> yeah, somebody spilled bleach.
0: <sighs> you guys go swimming today? <laughs>
1: All right, now what about this? What if for some unforsaken reason you have to live at
3: with her parents? Different story.
0: <laughs> no, it's not. Then you lose the right of having sex because you are a loser. <laughs> Get out of the house. What okay. if something awful happened? I hope it happens again, and I hope this time it kills you. All right, let's say
1: you were in Iraq and something uh, bad happened and you uh, fell on hard times. Maybe you got hurt and you had to move back in before you were able to get back on your feet.
0: And control yourself. Run a batch in the shower. <laughs> Jesus! Oh. All right, now I don't believe you. Now I think you no, just... No, I'm not bitten. Now I think you're just running an angle. No, I swear I'm not. Go in the... You know, you, if you sell the car, drive out to you know some make-out point and bang the hell out of her there. All right, let me ask you this.
1: What if uh, the parents have an estate... Okay. In the state. Let's say there's the the house, and then they have like a lot of woods and stuff. Or the guest house. You know, like woods on the property. You know what I mean? Like a like couple acres. What if you went back to a wooded area? Like a wolf? Yes. <laughs> and had outdoor tree sex.
13: Like you're a Bigfoot. That's disgusting.
0: Is that Okay dirt's getting gripped there's a uh, two acre limit where you have to go two acres two away <laughs> have yourself a nice little hike take a picnic out there hopefully Jason kills you <laughs> all right what about this
1: Crystal Lake what if yeah <laughs> what if you go out into the car in the driveway mm-hmm.
0: is that okay no you should pull away from that's even more in the open you have four windows all around you depending on the car all right homeowner has 36.
1: brings up a good point. Dub's is talking about respect when he punched the clown to his mom banging
0: mullet Joe. That was an involuntary. <laughs> All right, you know what? Right? You know whatever. Head. I you, did not. You effing hypocrite! Whatever. I, I did not search out that clip in my head to run a batch to. Sure you didn't. My story.
1: All right, Napier <laughs> wanted to say something. Napier, what did you want to say? You wanted to bring up a point. since yeah, you're what on if my the team,
11: parents are home. What if they went to like lunch or something and you were left in the house alone? All
0: right, parents aren't there. No, it's, it's not the fact that uh, they might walk in on you or they're not there. It is their house. Pick up the bread for that month. Have a blast. All right, what if you pay for dinner that night? Is that good <laughs> enough? I know the dinners you buy. It's going to be Chick-fil-A on the 76-cent day. I already went ahead and bought
1: five. I'm taking them down for the weekend. All right, man. I can't believe you. But, you know, whatever. Mr. Um,
0: all-of-a-sudden-moral-man? I have some boundaries in me. Hmm. I real, So, Matt, what do you say? Real
1: fast.
13: W- uh, on My
1: what? side or Dubs' side? You can have sex in the parents' home.
13: I go on Dubs' side. Just because I wouldn't be able to get
1: it up. Fat virgin. <laughs> what? Tommy? I'm on your side. Thank you. The poon hound says go for it. Maniac. I I, I'm pretty sure I've actually done
0: that before. Yeah, of course. I have, too. Shocker.
1: I got busted once.
0: Exactly. It was now,
1: real uncomfortable and whatever. I won Mr. South Grand Prairie that night. Why was it uncomfortable? The dog was blushing. Sea <laughs> <laughs> lane Yeah. Well. Uh, which side do you fall on? I fall on Dubs' side. Whatever, fat virgin.
3: Uh,
0: I, I know I have team virgin over here. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: Napier. You're on team Hefe. Napier, whose side are you on? Well, I have to be on your side, Hefe, because I've done it before with them in like the next room. Okay, very good. Uh, I, can
0: you just cut it off at, with them?
1: Um, all right, so here it is. It's me, Tommy, and Napier, the guys who have sex, versus J-Dubs and the two virgin, those who don't. Hey, and if they do, they're underage. Two things. So, what? No,
0: no, 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 no. Obviously. Matt is a law-abiding citizen, and so is Hmm.
1: Um. We'll take a break. We'll come back. All right. Now, here on Team Hefe, Napier did let me down last night, apparently,
7: mm-hmm.
1: with the chick that he brought in. I guess something happened. I want to talk about it, and it's going to set up tonight's stunt for the open-door policy from 10 to 11. Come on up. If you've never seen the hideout live before, this would be a good one to see. It's a Hideout, Road Radio 104.1.
7: It's a Friday back
1: night
7: into
2: with it. the hideout.
1: Road Radio 104.1. Skywalker in Melbourne, you're in the hideout. What's up, man? What's up?
2: I can't believe uh, you guys sound like
8: wimps, man. I was out with my parents in their boat one time with my girlfriend and banged her when I could see my parents like 15 feet away from me and it was awesome.
0: Well, you and your parents are scumbags. Now, were you? Were you it was fun.
8: Were you, it, was fun were you, it was sneaky. It was
0: fun. Were you looking at your mom while you're doing it?
8: Uh, I could see the top of my dad's head.
0: My oh, God. Like, I'm sure that's not the first time when you were getting uh, pleasure. Thank you, Skywalker. Now, hey, I'm on your side, bro. I just you want to look at your back, of your dad's head. That's more creepy than you can even imagine.
1: Um. So last night, I went home sick about this time, but Napier brought in our first hideout hottie of the week, which was very hot. I thank him for that. However, something disturbing came out of that. Do we have a recap of last night?
0: No, we don't. Do we? Yeah. Actually, oh, okay. Actually, we do. Tommy was this your idea napier yes yes so you uh had the idea of bringing in a different girl every week kt how are you kt good how are you very beautiful you were brought in by uh napier you're doing this as a uh favor to him correct correct how do you know Napier for one? Let's uh let's get through that yeah. real quick.
6: I'm in his class at school.
0: Ah, so you, he's the creepy guy sitting behind you and for some reason you feel like you owe him something. What exactly did Napier say to you? How did he approach you about coming yeah, How did he get you to come in here? To the show tonight? Want some water? Did he call you? Did he come up to you in class? How was it?
6: Yeah, he called me and asked me if what, I'd be interested what in was, coming in.
0: What was your first reaction? No?
6: No, well, I said yes. He helps me out. A lot in class because I don't pay attention. So I call him for assignments.
0: I don't blame him. I always just do the girls' homework in high school. I have no problem with that in Napier. But she does have a boyfriend and it's a lost cause. But hey, yeah. hell of a job. Dubs, who, who would you do if you had the chance?
11: Paris Hilton or uh, Lindsay Lohan? Go back to the clip.
0: Wait, shut the hell up. <laughs>
7: oh.
1: Oh. Wow. All right, am I to get this correct? You do that girl, that girl's homework? Not really. Like, if she...
11: <clears throat> Not really. No, if she, like, missed a class or something, like... Uh... All right,
1: here's the thing. I want you to come in here in and, and the next break, and then C-Lane will take over phones. But what What were you going to say?
11: No, I, I don't actually, like, do homework for her or anything. I just, like, maybe I'll write down an assignment if she, like, missed class.
1: And then do it for her? No. <laughs> uh, how many assignments have you quote-unquote written down for her to turn in
11: just a couple I've, i never actually did her homework though what class was this it was um either drawing one or sculpture i've taken a couple classes with her really yeah stalked
1: her um do you purposely yeah that's a good point do you purposely see what she's signing up for this so that you can get into the same class um not usually um not usually
0: <laughs> there are well, points in
11: time occasions where I, <laughs> Well, no, there's a class that she was going to take over the summer, and she asked me if I was going to take it, too. Um, And, uh, no, I decided to
0: do do this instead.
1: Right. Come in here and learn a lot. Well,
0: of course she wants you to be in there. You do her homework.
1: So, all right, let's take a break and come back. It sounds like to me, and I understand you're, you're on Team Hefe, you don't want to embarrass me, but it sounds like you do the girl's homework. I know you're trying to say no, but there's no other reason why this chick would have you around.
0: Are you guys friends? Yeah, I'm friends with her. And she admitted last night that she would never stoop as low to bang you. Yeah, she'd never have sex with you. Are you trying to have sex with this girl? No, I'm not. Bull. Bull. There's no reason to be around her. She isn't a great conversationalist. Glowing personality. Either is he. Yeah, I imagine that. Those two just getting together, staring at each other, wondering what's going to happen next. I've also heard you
1: stalk her on MySpace. I don't stalk anyone on MySpace. I don't go on it enough. Except for this girl. Nobody. Hmm. All right, we're going to take a break and come back and see if we can figure this out for you. Okay? Okay. Um. Do you feel confident in, like, your storytelling abilities? Because it sounds like you're telling a good tell now. Fairly confident. All right, here's what we'll do then. We'll take a break and come back. And we're going to put you to a test. We're going to give you an assignment to oh. write down, Napier. Okay. And if you do not accomplish this, then you will be stunting during the open door tonight. Fair enough. All right, we'll take a break and come back. You look dejected. Whose team are you on?
11: Here's FX. That's right, <laughs> we're on
1: the same team. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Tonight with the Hideout Real Radio 104.1 open door policy in just about 58 minutes. Nice. Stubbs got this from Hines. I've been a long time listener to Real Radio. Uh, moved away and back now Happy to be able to hear the monster, Shannon, and the file But being since being back in Florida I have become a huge fan of The Hideout the Huge show is, The show is great Glad Real Radio has quality uh, entertainment in this time slot now You've made a 49-year-old Melbourne fan uh, A huge fan Well, kisses, buddy And can you tell me what the 5000 reference means? Thanks uh, Old school way of saying bye? Like Audi 5000? Mm-hmm. Uh, also, too, let me say this, just kind of an update on what the hideout is. The hideout is, you know, if you've ever seen that 70s show, which just ended, by the way, this week, uh, Eric's Basement or, like, King of the Hill, it's, you know, possibly, you know, the, the alley or the barbershop. You know what I mean? Anywhere where guys lock, not really so much a locker room, but where guys go to hang out mm-hmm. and uh, talk about current things, goof on each other. You know, everybody's welcome in the hideout. We always welcome women in. Women are first whenever you call. I can guarantee you this. You will hate the show the first two weeks that you listen to it. <laughs> I can guarantee you. Mm-hmm. Mainly because... You very
0: very few do not follow that rule.
1: You don't know who we ever, everybody is. We try to do our best to update you. If you ever have any questions or concerns, you can always email or call and ask. And you don't know all the inside jokes and references yet. You'll get them, though. However, after those two weeks... You will begin to fall in love with this show like no sh- other show you've ever heard. We, uh, more than any other show, I think, give you a stake in it. We allow you to come up and hang out during the final hour, like with the mm-hmm. open door. Uh, we give you multiple ways to participate with email, instant messenger, and call, a- as well as being up in person. That's when we say, be somebody. We give you those opportunities. After those two weeks, what's two weeks? Uh, Was that, 20 hours in a week that we do? Yeah, so 40 hours. You give us 40 hours, you will love this show more than any other show you've ever listened to. And I guarantee you that. I absolutely guarantee you. And I'll tell you this. I know this because we've seen it.
0: Every time.
1: People hate us at first. They despise, they don't get it, they hate it. Two weeks in, though.
0: Dude, I used to hate you guys.
1: Now I love it, and I'd rather listen to it than watch television.
0: Remember that guy who called in and said you guys sucked. Yeah, that was me. I'm sorry. Here you go. Here's some burritos.
1: Yeah. Hope it makes it. Hope we're even now.
0: And it, it, you are. I completely will accept your burritos, eat them, and shake you, shake you out of your hand.
1: Uh, yeah, like Giant Brian says, two week uh, trial, money back guaranteed. True. Mm-hmm. That'd be our thing. I like that. And then Smokey Joe says, the only show that t- Kate takes the comment on I am. Because we understand you guys don't like to call.
0: Yeah, right a people? lot of people are gun-shy.
1: Only like 4% of the radio audience will ever call a radio show. We get that. That's why we offer the instant messenger. What, c And
3: Plenty of people call and say that they don't want to go on air. They just want to make their little comment.
1: Right? I think they're afraid. Yeah. I think they're also possibly afraid, too. Of Matt. <laughs> what? Matt and Tommy. And probably you, Dubs. Why me? Because you're also me. What have I done to a listener? Um... Oh, boy. All right, now let's get back into this Jack Napier. I'll try to reset everything. Jack Napier is a new intern. He's been here for a grand total of seven days. He has already picked a fight with our UFC director, our UFC fight champion guy, Tommy Bateman, serial killer woman hater. But in order to make up things in the show, by the way, Napier, whose team are you want? Still on your
11: team, Hefe. That's
1: right. You're on team Hefe. So Napier brought in a hot chick last night, Mm -hmm. and I guess things went well enough. She works down in Mako. She was a cool girl, KT. She's a a swing girl down there. And uh, so everything was cool other than the fact that we found out that Napier did her homework in college. Don't deny it. We heard it. It was there. It was on the radio. It had to be true. So, now, have you ever stooped anything that low, Dubs, in order to be around a girl with the hopes of never I mean, being able to...
0: In high school, I think you always, you know, try to make something stick. You know, and if if you think doing her homework is going to work for you, you do it. You, you may uh, take the long way around the school to walk by her locker to see what she's up to. Get kind of creepy when you're in high school, but you kind of fall out of that after high school. There was this chick that I, uh, my first girlfriend ever, but uh, Becky Burdick...
1: And I used to ride my bike all the way from my neighborhood, which is to her neighborhood, seven to ten miles away. But I used to ride my bike anyway.
9: I remember this story.
1: Just for the hopes of being, I'm in the neighborhood and she's outside. Oh, hey, what are you doing, Dro? Just riding my bike. Didn't Alex. know you lived here. <laughs> I didn't know this was your house. <laughs> Wow! I, got, I eventually got with her after two years of courting her in middle school and stalking, and I never even kissed her. We went out for two weeks, didn't know what to do, and that was it. She's a Mormon too, living
0: in Utah. <laughs> why stronger. would you? Why would you even try that? I I at least knew it then: no Mormons, no uh, Jehovah's Witnesses.
1: Oh, I had Tommy try to find her, and then it turns out she had had kids, and I was heartbroken. I mean, someone else got it before I did. I was thinking that in my mind she wanted to. She was holding out for me.
9: <laughs> I remember that. You're like her name is this. She graduated this year,
1: <laughs> and she has had two children. That means she's had at least sex at least twice with someone who wasn't me. There a- at that. her parents' house, <laughs> probably. Dirty girl. Her dad hated me because I was Mexican. Shocker from a guy from Utah. Hmm. So, see, um, I'm sorry, Napier. You brought in this girl who you do her homework at college. What school do y'all go to? Uh, Valencia. All right, so you're going to a real good school. That's good. I, they call it Harvard of the South, right? <laughs> How'd you guys do in the
0: Rose Bowl? Hmm.
1: Okay, so you're going to Valencia, mm-hmm. or as they call it, Central Florida's Oxford, mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and you're doing her homework. Now, here's the thing, man. I feel like in a way we need to teach you a lesson. That that is not a way for a man to yeah. act if he's trying to get sex from a girl. She's walking all over you. You are letting her. Now, first of all, this is what hot chicks do. Mm-hmm. They find poor dopes, schmucks, a little pudgy, retards, mm-hmm. bad hair, spiky hair, creepy smiles. Whose team are you on? <laughs> Whose team are you on? Yours. That's
3: right. <laughs>
1: No personality douches. Bad tan. Damn. <laughs> to, shirts to do things for them. Now I also heard yesterday too you tried to impress her by wearing a really big ring and watch. Is this true? <laughs>
0: I missed it because I was at home sick. Is that Are you wearing that again today? The ring. The ring. Let me see the ring. I heard there was a dollar sign on the ring.
9: You bling, should. Bling. You should hear his ringtone.
1: Is, uh, is this the ring that Valencia won in their national championship? <laughs> no. Academic. Okay. Listen to his ringtone. All right, so this is your dad's union ring. Okay. I'm sure that impresses her. <laughs> and I also know yesterday you were trying to impress her with your Punisher T-shirt. <laughs> I noticed that. Okay, so that all, okay, all true. He's not denying it. So anyway, Mr. Napier here, obviously trying to impress this girl, who is walking all over him.
0: Very hot. Yeah, I, mean, I, I can't blame you for going after it.
1: She has a boyfriend, right? And she said yesterday, flat out, no chance. She'd never bang you. Yeah, I think she's
11: going out with like the world wakeboarding champion or something like that.
1: Why, when she could have you, <laughs>
11: right, Stood.
1: The National Championship Union ring wearer from Valencia, Mm -hmm. the Stanford of the South.
0: Well, you work with water, too. Water. Getting us water. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys are kind of in the same business.
1: (laughs) Something like that. I'm glad you find your own doucheness funny.
11: <laughs> 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 got to be able to laugh at yourself.
1: <laughs> I agree, and that's what we're going to do. So, Napier, here's your assignment. Okay? It is a bit of a school assignment.
0: Yeah. Because you do this girl's schoolwork. So I'm figuring you can probably get some done pretty quick right here.
1: Now, I guess you guys had a um, a class together. A sculpting, drawing, yeah. no English classes or anything like that? No. Okay, well, drawing on the radio does us no good.
0: Near to sculpting. But writing
1: does. (laughs) Yes. So we are going to give you a writing assignment. All right. Okay. I want you to write a short story in the next 30 minutes about your perfect date with KT.
0: And make sure you describe how beautiful she is in great detail. I
1: need it to be a really, really good short story. Okay?
0: Okay.
13: A lot of big words.
1: Right. (laughs) Now, you were saying something during the commercial break. What did you say? Something Uh, about your friends in this show?
11: Oh, yeah. This show is pretty much going to cause me to lose all my friends. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Because of stuff like this.
1: Yeah. Um, That's the thing, though. If they're abandoning you over this show, you don't want them as friends. (laughs) We're your family. And you know what? We're your team. Who's on your team? (laughs) You are, man. (laughs) (laughs) Is that funny? (laughs) No. No, of course not. We're teammates. Okay? So, you're going to write this assignment in the next 30 minutes. All right. My dream date with KT. I want you... How you would pick her up, what she's wearing, what you guys would do, how the night would end. How she smells. I mean, you need to be really, really detailed. I just got done watching the Da Vinci Code movie. I need to be... Like a Dan Brown novel, a page-turner.
0: What underwear you think she may be wearing? Would you brush her hair? Would you smell it? Rinse, braid it? If Would you, you get her water? If you don't do that,
1: then you will have to be punished. We will have you do a stunt. Now, what stunt are we talking here? We're not going to tell you until you're done, because I don't want you to tank it on purpose. Okay. Do you need pieces of paper, or are you going to go type it on the computer?
11: I'll go type it.
1: Are you confident in your storytelling ability? Not as much. <laughs> give, me, huh? give me the first two sentences on how it would probably start in your mind. Just what you're mulling over I haven't gotten at. that far yet. No, go ahead. And give me the first sentence. Yeah. Um, what's what's your thesis? Party. I haven't even thought of anything yet, man. <laughs> Try. Um, you re- hey, you realize you're letting the team down?
0: What team are you on? Come on, Mr.
1: Improv. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Whose team are you on?
11: Yours FM. I'd probably. I don't know. Um. Ah <laughs> oh, <man.
0: laughs> All right. All right. Hold on. You open the door. You see her. Describe what you see. Um. Let's <laughs> do it. I, I suck at improv, man. I can't just think of uh, stuff. Radio's great for no, but you you yeah, know what the that's... girl looks like. Just what's she wearing? wearing? Yeah. What's she wearing, bro? Um.
1: Something a little cut. There you go. <laughs> All right, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take a break and come back, and we'll allow you to go start typing your short story. Okay. And we'll come back. You'll read it. You know what? You got 20 minutes for not
11: being.
1: <laughs> He's not good at improv. though. For not being able to improv, you just lost 20. You just lost 10 minutes. We'll take a break. Come back. So right, hurry up. Oh, and by the way, you gotta start getting
9: people for Open Door because Mad <laughs> Matt isn't here this week.
1: No, he can. Alright. You got a first sentence yet?
11: Uh, I was just listening to a time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can't think and listen? It's a Hideout Real Radio. It's hard, man. 104.1. <laughs> Friday night, it's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Napier's on his way doing his project,
0: his writing assignment. Yes. Writing uh, the perfect date with KT from last night, his it's classmate.
1: The hideout hottie who came in last night, who was a swing girl at Mako's, it's a friend of his, mm-hmm. but apparently he did her homework. He can't, he, when I said
9: something about Soft needs to send me the pictures from last night so I can post them, mm-hmm. he goes, well, but you could just go to my speech, she's like, better pictures, like bikini pictures and stuff.
1: Yeah, he was showing those around, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, JT in Orlando, you're in the hideout.
8: Yeah, about him doing uh, that girl's homework, dude, that's sort of lame, dude. I just graduated early because I had girls doing my homework for me.
1: See, you're a pimp, though. That's the thing. Stud. Cool guy. Love you on Step by Step. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what I mean? It's like girls will always walk all over you if you give them the opportunity and you say, hey, I'll do that, no problem.
0: Yeah, and then they'll keep on... Doing with, it with the
1: hopes of her banging you when you know there's no chance.
0: And, and that's not the key. The homework is not the key.
1: I. What's the stupidest thing you've ever done to impress a chick?
7: <sighs> I've
0: I've wrote uh, letters and left them in lockers, which are right, just douche chill. I'm willing to do this.
1: Douche chill. Most douche chill thing you as a dude have ever done to a chick like. For a chick, Mm -hmm. if we agree it's the most douche chill, we will give you the Dave Chappelle tickets.
0: It is so crazy uh, what things come through your mind when you're trying to impress a chick. It seems so cool at first. And then afterwards, you look back at it, and you realize, oh, my God, I was such a douchebag. All right, if you've done any of these, and we agree on it, you can get these. Win them before you can buy them. Dave Chappelle tickets. 407-916-1041, 1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone.
1: Um, All right, here's the thing about that. I'll tell you one that I did that was really
7: douche chill.
1: So this chick I was talking to. Really was into gerbils. I know it sounds So were you. It sounds and weird. And
0: it was a perfect PVC pipe uh, I don't know if it relationship. Was, I don't
1: know if it was gerbils or like ferrets or something, mm-hmm. but I was going to get her like a stuffed animal, like a stuffed gerbil or and, ferret.
0: And you figure they're hairy, you're hairy, it works out perfectly. So anyway. <laughs> a little feeder tube.
1: I couldn't find
0: one. A gerbil? No, or, uh, like a
1: stuffed animal. A uh, stuffed gerbil. Yeah, because I wasn't going to get her the actual thing, but I was going to you know, get her a stuffed animal along okay. the lines. Well, they didn't have any. So I found a bunny rabbit and pinned back the ears <laughs> to make it into a gerbil or whatever it was. Okay?
0: And how did she react?
1: Well, here's the thing. So... We were at like a speech and debate tournament or something. She went to another school. Mm -hmm. And I gave it to one of my friends from her school to give to her.
0: God. Some guy you probably didn't really know all that well. I
1: knew him kind of. Yeah,
0: but just like you weren't really friends with them. You were acquaintances that you guys saw at different meets. Right. So
1: I gave it to her, then whatever. And I talked to her later on. And as it turns out, that dude was dating her.
2: Oh. oh,
0: you were that guy. Yeah, I didn't know, though. I absolutely didn't know.
1: Uh, so that's my, if you
0: could top that. Douche chill. story. we'll give you these Dave Chappelle tickets. When, now that I think back on my pathetic love life, uh, my creepiest thing I've ever done was driving by this girl's place. I decide, you know what? I have an extra 50 bucks in my pocket. I'm going to pop my tire right here. Knock on the door. I just got a flat. Uh, <laughs> All right, and I'm creepy for riding my bike near Burdick's house? And pinning the ears back in a bunny, yes. Did you have a knife We're in your both, hand? We are both very creepy dudes.
1: No, you're, just, you're doing a whole weird serial killer thing. I'm no, just giving her
3: a bunny. I just wanted to spend time with her. <laughs>
0: Was she there? Yeah. Did she help? Uh, She basically left me on the stoop while I was calling. Triple, triple a. a. All
1: right, here's one. Smokey Joe doesn't have a phone, otherwise I think he would have won. He loaned a girl 400 bucks to bail out her boyfriend after he beat her up then tried to commit suicide. <laughs> That's pretty. Douche chill. Yeah. All right, well, ladies are open to this, I guess. Yeah, well,
0: I mean, any douche chill thing the guy did to you as well.
1: Yeah, that definitely counts if you want to take it to that level. Matt, you have to have stories. Well, not really
13: douche chill, but embarrassing. Yeah. The, I was interested in this girl named Darnetta. She was kind <laughs> of a... She was black. I was eight, Oh, no. Really. I know uh she was kind of she was kind of a gymnast she liked to do somersaults and stuff so i (laughs) decided everybody likes to do somersaults at eight and i decided i want to impress her so i do a somersault uh i didn't know i was so close to a brick wall (laughs) and when i do a somersault i do a face plant right into the brick wall and i just land on my ass and uh she wasn't impressed (laughs) obviously not no i just bled from my nose all right let's go to laura in
1: orlando who wants to be the judge of these I think I should be the judge since I probably had the most douche story. All right Laura you're first and you're the automatic qualify uh you're the first you're in first place since you're first stop. Go ahead Laura.
6: Oh great. Um I don't know if this is a douche chill because in high school I was pretty, but I didn't know it because I was teased a lot and I wore pork clothes from the secondhand store. <laughs>
0: yeah. now you're, you're just turning me on right now. I've yeah, got this half is chub working. Very it. sexy. Go ahead, continue. And
6: um, like my my pants were like above where they were supposed to be before mm-hmm. capri pants were even in style. <laughs> this is like phone sex. Um, so either I was a trendsetter, I was just really a nerd. And um, nobody asked me to prom. I never went to homecoming or anything. And people were giving out candy grams on Valentine's with flowers. And I felt so depressed. I wrote myself a candy gram, and I wrote, like, some guy's name that I thought Aww. was hot.
7: Like,
6: and I sent myself candy, and everybody thought I was, like, dating the football player, you know, the most popular guy.
7: George Glass. And I'm
6: like, oh, yeah, he sent me candy. And, I, I mean, I knew that I sent myself candy. And then someone in the back just must have known. And they are like, oh, she sent herself candy. Oh, my Aww. God. Oh,
1: that, that's a pretty good douche chill to yourself.
6: Like, yeah. It was wow. so bad. I mean. Are you hot now? Now, laura? i'm hot now but like i didn't come know on I was up hot then. Okay,
1: yeah come on up visit let's reenact that uh, cafeteria scene <laughs> except oh. with a pinball machine we'll call it the accused okay uh hold on laura you're automatically in the
3: lead that's pretty good mm-hmm. she could be our hideout hottie of next week yeah, yeah.
0: josie Grossy.
3: <laughs> oh my
1: god they killed kenny in winter garden you got a story here in the hideout for these dave chappelle tickets
10: yeah, well, yeah. I don't know if it's award-winning, but it's something I feel I need, I should share. Okay. I was in, uh, college and I wanted to impress this girl. So I, uh, I, uh, wanted, to, so I get this little teddy bear and I put this cassette tape on it. That goes to show you how old I am. Mixtape? And, uh, and it's got the song Take a Chance on Me by ABBA. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, uh, I tape that to the bear. I knock on her dorm room door and I run away, right? <laughs> and, uh, and she answers the door. She's like, Oh my god, there's a bear here. And it brings into her roommates, and I'm walking away from the dorm and I hear the song. And Line, da, da, da. Right. I'm like, All right, she's listening to it. Great. So next day, we're, uh, we're working on this banner for, uh, the school festival, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so we're painting right next to each other. And she's telling her friend about this bear. so like, I don't know who it's from. And I, so I start. Humming this song, I'm like, did it? No, you're going no. a
7: long way. <laughs>
10: and she goes, where'd you hear that song? And I said, oh, it's uh, Take a Chance on Me. It's uh on the tape I put on the bear. <laughs> and and she's like, oh, that's so sweet. She goes, but uh, you know I have a boyfriend,
7: right? Oh, that's oh. so weird. And,
10: and, and I was like, no, I, I had no idea. She was like, yeah, it's a thanks, thanks. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Next day I find out she didn't have a boyfriend.
3: Oh. Oh. All right, that's it. All right. Damn.
0: I was going to say, no, no matter if she did or didn't have a boyfriend, you had no chance with ABBA. Here's the thing. I feel really
1: bad for Laura, and I want to give it to her because she's a hot chick. But I'm sorry, sweetie. That story topped yours. Have a good night. He's in the lead. Oh my God! I uh, they killed Kenny. <laughs> Is in the lead. Is this Abba? Yes. Yeah. He's For the, the plain song. and simple fact that he put Abba in a Teddy Rux- Ruxpin. Listen to this. If you <laughs> this is what he gave to her. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. Oh, I'll douche chill. Douche chill. We'll come back. We'll get more stories, and we'll hear Napier's uh, story, and you guys will judge it next in the Hideout on Road Radio 104.1. All right, let's go through these stories real fast on a Friday night. I think it's Napier's. Uh, it's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Giving away Dave Chappelle tickets if you have the ultimate guy. Chill. Story all because of Napier and him doing a chick's homework. Mm-hmm. Right now, oh my guy to killed Kenny He's in the lead for his ABBA Teddy Rubskin. Uh, I'm trying to get a girl to go out with him. Mm-hmm. Really quick, Derek and Rockledge, what's your story?
8: All right. I uh, My friend set me up with this girl. I talked to her on the phone a couple times. Told her I drove a Porsche. Really don't. My grandparents were on vacation, stole my grandfather's Porsche. They came home a few days early to see his Porsche was missing. Calls the cop. I get pulled over with her in the car. First thing the cop says, are you aware that this vehicle's stolen? Oh. She starts freaking out, crying. Calls her parents to come pick her up. And I almost got arrested.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. Douche chill. But is it more than the... That's a good story, dude. I'm sorry, but that's not quite a Teddy Ruxpin. Uh, oh, I
8: almost got arrested for a and All this guy does is put a damn tape in a stupid teddy bear and he beats me? Honestly,
0: yeah. Because it's more of a pathetic move, putting a uh, Abbott tape in a Teddy Ruxpin. Yours was just kind of stupid for
3: stealing your granddad's car. Yeah. If Por- you were, say, playing an ABBA tape in the stolen Porsche Right, then, uh,
0: exactly if, if you have leaned over there and whispered in your ear Do you like Starship? Then maybe You drive me crazy by fine young, fine young cannibals
1: uh, Kevin in Orlando, you're next up I hate Starship, by the way <laughs> Thank you <laughs> hey guys, You're in the uh, lead
8: I was so crazy about this girl uh, Maybe 10, 15 years ago mm-hmm. uh, That uh, I was willing to make the, the following deal <clears throat> I could uh, pretty much have my way uh, as as would she if I was to go down on her mother. <clears throat> All
1: right, hold on. I had to dump that. Hold on. Whoa, whoa,
0: let, whoa, 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 no. whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, I missed that completely. Right, me, I think uh, I got it.
1: I yeah, uh, but I just want to rephrase it in radio-friendly ways. Absolutely. Okay, so if I were to uh, be hold on, I'll, to her I'll, mother. No. I'll say it. I'll say it. So you had a girl, and you guys could. You, we're gonna have <laughs> uh, have a deal where you guys could do whatever you wanted to each absolutely. other sexually. Yep. Absolutely. yep. Okay. It was prefaced on the fact, and I'll say it, prefaced on the fact that you would have to provide oral treats to her mom.
8: Absolutely. Beautifully put.
1: Um, all
8: right, and, to uh, me, you
1: sound like a winner. To me, it sounds like you're getting the mom and the girl. Nice.
8: And, uh, you know, it was not such a bad evening, All right, I recall. <laughs>
1: all right. Well, that's not douche chill, though. Thank yeah. you. He just you wanted just, to brag. Yeah, you're calling <laughs> to <the> brag, dude. <laughs> That's not quite fitting into what we're doing here. I mean, I appreciate the story, but it's not going to win. It's a great story. I'd like you to call back and give us details later on. We're not in the middle of a game. Oh, man. All right, Dave, you're next up. Go ahead, Dave.
8: Hey, guys. I uh, was dating this girl for about six months in high school, and I wanted to make her break up with me. So while we were in the act, I urinated inside of her.
1: Okay, you can't say that either, and that's not—that doesn't qualify. You chill. Are you screening these calls at all, C Lane? No. Uh, yeah, why don't you try? <laughs> okay, that guy wanted to break up with her, so he used her as a human urinal. While in the Where act. are we at?
0: Where are we living right now? <laughs> what the hell is going on here? Central
1: Florida, my friend.
13: If you did it in the shower, it would have been okay.
1: Uh yeah. <laughs> obviously. Who hasn't? All right. 407 916 1041. Oh my god, I kill uh they killed Kenny is still in the lead. I'm afraid to take the remaining callers. Ah, go ahead. Well, let me get some dump <laughs> back up. Yeah. And then I will.
0: I think it was actually uh, number one, what the guy was talking about. Yeah,
1: That's not... All right. <laughs> Tex in Orlando, you're in the hideout. You ready, Tex? Yeah. All right, go ahead, dude.
14: Oh, now.
1: Yes, you're on the air.
10: <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, when I was in high school, we're not going to say how many years ago, mm-hmm. I wanted to date this girl.
1: Mm-hmm.
10: And to get into the school play, I had to take the part of a girl, a girl's role, so mm-hmm. I could get next to her for the play.
0: That- what, what play was it?
10: Hello, Dolly.
1: I played Mimi <laughs> All right. That's, that's a good story, Tex. I like it, but I just don't think it's. It's uh, hard to dethrone ABBA. I mean, you're going you're gonna to have to come correct. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're really going to have to uh, be
0: strong with your story to take out the Teddy Ruxpin and ABBA. And some of these guys, it seems like, you know, if they didn't get what they wanted, they were willing to take it, you know, with their stories the uh, urination, and uh, the mother.
1: Right. All right. Let's try Skippy and Lake Mary. Go ahead, Skippy.
9: Hey, guys. Uh, 28-year-old Mormon virgin just moved here from Utah. My story is actually about a girl uh, that I was dating. I'd been home off my Mormon mission for about, like, a mm-hmm. year, and I had just started dating her, like, two weeks prior to this. This is a teddy bear story also. I was working at a radio station, And I'd been telling this girl that there was a guy at the radio station named Ted that had wanted to meet her, but she had this, like, crazy schedule, so we couldn't hang out a lot. Mm
7: -hmm. And
9: so when I finally got her to come to the radio station, and I had her let me know that she was coming, I set this whole thing up beautifully, and all the girls at the radio station were like, oh, she's going to love it to death. So I tell her this guy named Ted wants to meet her. And I'm like, in the production room, I said, go into the host room, he's in there. And she goes in there and she can't see anyone. And I'm like, no, just go in there, I swear he's sitting in there. And when she goes in there, there's this teddy bear that's holding a dozen roses that says, Hi, my name is Theodore Edward Bear, pleased to meet you.
1: Oh, I thought you were going to say Ted Nugent. No, oh. no, 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 no. I no, thought you had lined no. up uh, the Motor City Madman for her.
9: Yeah, not in Utah, no. <laughs> All right,
1: Dubs, what do you think? This is taking it to a radio level, one that you and I can... How, uh, she, how
0: does she react?
9: Here's the thing, though. She dumps me two weeks later <laughs> at my brother's birthday party for a guy that my brother's friend invited that just happened to be single, and they got married and had kids together. But yeah, two weeks later at my brother's birthday party, she dumps me for a guy she met that you night. You Yes, uh,
0: thank you. Uh, what kind of girl would go up just to meet a guy named Ted? Ted.
1: Uh, also, Skippy. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's between this guy, Teddy Rux- Ruxpin, radio guy. He's a twenty-eight-year-old virgin. He's a Mormon. He's got a lot going
0: against him. What do you think, Dubs? I would you even enjoy Dave Chappelle being
9: a Mormon? Oh, of course, yeah.
1: All right, you're in the lead, Skippy. Yeah. All right. Skippy's in the lead. I liked I don't know, something about his whole setting the whole thing up and failing. Yeah. That really got to me. I will right, we'll take three more calls on this and then we're done. Let me try. This guy
0: named Ted wants to meet you. Chris Teddy Bear, Chris, Pretty you're yeah, no kidding. The more
1: I think about it, the more I hate Skippy. Go ahead, Chris, you're uh, you're next up in the hideout for the Dave Chappelle tickets. The douche chill stories.
8: How you doing, guys? Uh, well, actually, I'm driving up from Fort Lauderdale, first time. Um, I work in a body shop down there, mm-hmm. and there was uh, this girl who lived close by, so I, I kind of knew her. So I actually keyed her car just to get her in there, just so uh, we could go ahead and set her up. <laughs>
1: And did you guys end up going out?
8: No, no, we never actually ended up going out. But you got some business. uh, But I've got some business. But to (laughs) tell you the truth, man, you guys are a bunch of ass clowns, bro. Who are you people, bro? This is the worst waste of 30 minutes I've ever spent.
1: Why are you putting me low? Why are you bringing me low? Why are you putting me low?
8: I'm listening to you guys on the radio. Holy crap, how do you guys stay in business like this, man?
7: You guys are...
1: Turn down your radio, loser. Why are you putting me low, dog? Why you got to put me low? And thank you for listening for 30 minutes.
3: Yeah, I
0: appreciate it.
1: <laughs> Just make sure you keep track of that. Uh, LG and Castleberry, you're in the hideout on road radio. What's up, LG? A
14: uh, whole lot of nothing. Uh, well, the most douche thing I did was uh, I stole my brother's CVR motorcycle, and then uh, I drove up to this girl's house, and I started checking out, and then what? As I went to go ahead and uh, hit the clutch, I accidentally hit the, the handbrake and just flew across her front lawn. All
1: right, so you wipe out trying to uh, impress the girl. Yeah. Uh, not quite douche chill enough, no teddy
0: bear involved.
1: If somehow you had taken out an army of teddy bears, or the maybe bear, even the pink flamingos on her lawn, then possibly.
0: The teddy bear is a clincher tonight. All
1: right, Anti-Matt, can you top it? You're the last call. Dear
14: God, dear God! Oh, by the way, it was nice to see the Garabos listening and calling in. Right,
1: thank you. Look,
14: all right. The only reason I'm telling you this is cause I want the, the tickets, and you know I feel confident and trustworthy in y'all. Y'all gonna crap on me for this, but I, right. I met this chick on the internet, and I and we talked for about six or seven months. And I find out her likes and her dislikes and all the kind of crap that she likes. Her favorite candy was Paydays, and she liked lions and puppies and all this cute crap. Mm-hmm. So one day. You know, I Google Earth her and do all that <laughs> kind of crap and find out where she lives. Oh, so you pulled the Tommy. So I go to CVS Pharmacy with my homeboy, and I buy her a big stuffed puppy and a Beanie Baby Lion. I bring the Baby Lion, <laughs> I bring the baby Beanie Baby Lion, I spray it with my own cologne so she knows what I smell like.
7: Oh, God.
14: <laughs> and, I, and I UPS it to, to New York. I called her the next day, she said, Oh, how cute and I'm like,
1: What you doing? She's like, Oh, I'm chilling with this guy I'm talking to. <sighs> Dubs anti Matt. Does he go Boy, does he go into the lead? Does he win the Dave Chappelle tickets for buying the girl candy? First of all, meeting okay. her on the internet, <laughs> oh, buying the God. girl candy. Buying her favorite stuffed animal. I
14: bought it. I bought it. I bought it. Two paydays, a beanie baby, <laughs> and a giant puppy.
0: And then you sprayed it with your cologne.
14: My cologne. And you UP,
1: curve,
0: you you it to New York, where you you don't even drive around, so you don't have any way of getting to New York. You bang the chick.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and then she opens it, and she's hanging out with a dude that she's talking to. <laughs> All right, you know what? Yeah. Dude, chill. You're a winner. Yeah, you you loser. You're a winner. Hold on. <laughs> Congratulations, you're going to see Dave Chappelle. Sorry, Skippy. Anti-Matt wins tonight. That's awful. Think about how excited he was at Walgreens Mm -hmm. buying the payday and the stuffed animal that he sprays
0: with his cologne. And that's the thing. You always feel like like it's the greatest idea in the world. Like, this is going to put her over. Right. And... Then you look back at it, and you are embarrassed for yourself. Exactly. All right, is Napier done with
1: this story? It's time for him to come in and read it. That's next. By the way, to the guy who called us and hated mm-hmm. us for his first 30 minutes, all you got is 39 and a half more hours to li- of listening, and then you love it. Yeah. So. I actually explained that at the top of the hour. If you uh, tuned in 15 minutes earlier, you would have all... Uh learn that. You would have gotten the lecture already on how anyone in the first two weeks hates this show, mm-hmm. but after two weeks, they love it like nobody's business. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll hear Napier's story. You will decide his fate and whether or not he stunts during the open door here in The Hideout on row Radio 104.1. Alright, welcome back into The Hideout, row Radio 104.1. Gotta do this quickly, Dubs. Okay. We heard that Jack Napier is doing a friend of his, her homework.
0: Trying to get in those pants.
1: And it didn't work. She was the hideout hottie of the week yesterday. She's a swing girl at Mako's. So now Napier, had, we gave him a writing assignment, So since he's so into doing other people's work. And with the writing assignment, if we like it, he doesn't have to stunt. If we, we don't like it, he stunts. Alrighty, Napier, let's, uh, let's hear the story that you've written. It's supposed to the. Writing assignment was your perfect date with KT. All
11: right, my perfect day with KT would start out with me picking up at her, her up at her house. She would be wearing something tight but not trashy. No matter what she wore, it would look sexy. We would then head out for a romantic dinner at an upscale and unique restaurant. While waiting on the meal, we would talk about shared interests and get to know each other better. After dinner, we would go to a on a move, uh, go for a moonlit lit stroll around the park where we would lay down and look up the stars. And, the perfect setting for a first kiss. I
1: wish I know how to quit you. <laughs> yeah. All right.
0: That was short and sweet. So sweet.
1: All right. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one.
11: Did you What'd like you think of did,
1: Napier's story? Did you like Napier's story?
11: My story so crappy because I skipped like twenty classes my senior year, as far as like English class. Wow! I still passed with a B plus. Way to go, Florida education.
1: Johnny in Orlando, you're in the hideout.
11: Yeah, I think that story really sucked, and he should have to stunt.
1: Okay, thank you, Johnny. Thanks. (laughs) That was Bateman, man. (laughs) Guy called in, and said his name was Johnny. Dubs, what'd you think about it? Terrible. Lacked any sort of description. It kinda lacked a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh you're on the air. I'm gonna take these unscreened. What's your name?
13: This is Johnny Five. I think his story sucked and he should stunt it.
1: Okay, Johnny Five
13: follows up what Johnny me,
1: said and he has to stunt. <laughs> Ouch. Thank you, Johnny Five. Oh boy. That looks uh it's awful, dude. I can't believe um, that people hate you so much. It's really incredible now that I think about it. Let's go to Rob in Lake Wales. You're in the hideout on real radio.
10: He needs a stunt. That was terrible. All
1: right. Thank you, Rob. Rob seems to agree that that was awful. Let's go to Johnson. You're in the hideout on real radio.
8: Absolutely terrible. All
1: right. Johnson says it was terrible. Thank you, Johnson. Appreciate that continue to take your phone calls. Jeffrey, you're in the Hideout on Road Radio. Go ahead, Jeffrey. Yeah,
8: that guy's story was terrible. I think the only thing I've heard worse than that is
1: it. So Jeffrey says no. 407-916-1041-8889-781041, star 1041 star on your singular wireless phone. Let's take this one. Drow Dro, you're in the hideout on Road Radio
0: 104.1. What's up, Dro?
8: Awful. I mean, seriously. Kill that kid.
14: Make him stunt. Make him stunt.
0: Okay, okay. Dro, uh, I guess he wants you to stunt, Napier. Not a big fan of you.
1: I mean, we could continue running through these phone calls, but it seems pretty much unanimous. Uh, LG on the IM says stunt. New says punish that emo. And then a word I don't like, F word. <laughs> Right. Then our buddy Scott says that effing sucked. All right, so it's time for you to stunt. All right, uh, Dubs, you want to bring in the uh, punishment? Here's the punishment for Napier. Here's anti-Napier, by the way, anti-Napier. Um,
14: yeah, I, I won call Pelicans, but that guy sucks.
1: All right, Napier, here's your punishment. It's 9:55. I want you to begin drinking that milk. You have an hour to finish that gallon of milk.
11: People say it can't be done. I've tried doing this before, and it's really, really messy about halfway through. All
1: right, you have to finish that gallon of milk before nine before ten fifty six, or all next week you're punished here in the hideout every day.
0: All right, well, you
1: I'll better get to sipping, get to dude.
0: Now. yeah, you got a precious little time.
1: Get on that milk. Just pretend that milk was uh, KT's boyfriend,
0: <laughs> and just sip it. Mm, are you gonna man. go? Are you
1: gonna go with chugging it all the way? Wow, he's taking a nice big first drink.
0: I wonder how. Uh, I'm, you know, I haven't seen this actually completed successfully, so I don't know how uh, the best way to do it actually is. It could be chugging it. Maybe.
1: All right, we'll take a break. Come back. Open up the doors to the Heretics. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Friday night in the Hideout and the Heretics are here. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. And the milk challenge is on with intern Jack Napier. He, uh, he had his writing assignment, mm-hmm. writing about his perfect date with the girl who came in last night, KT. And like probably his... It was about five sentences.
0: Yeah, if he had any sexual experience, it probably would have lasted just as long.
1: It was very short. It was incomplete. Mm-hmm. Lacked <laughs> any detail,
0: thought, or... Or satisfaction. Like uh, his satisfaction, right. Yeah.
1: So he's now in the middle of the milk challenge, trying to chug a gallon of milk in one hour. He's gotten a half a gallon down in the last six seven minutes yeah how you feeling go over to another mic where ej is
11: not so great man
1: are you ready why are you drinking so fast why don't you try sipping it why don't yeah. you slow down a little bit
11: that just makes it worse
1: Good. i don't think so i think you gotta soak in the milk you gotta taste it you gotta let it curdle right there in your uh in your, gut. In your gut in the esophagus feel slimy Um,
11: The taste is starting to get, like, really, really bad.
1: Like, what's it taste like? Like, maybe runny eggs? Your dad just starts getting (laughs) sour.
3: (laughs) Runny eggs is what he said.
1: Uh, Yes, Zeppelin, Heretic Zeppelin. He is looking a little out of shape, and I think he should do some laps up and down the stairwell (laughs) or some form of exercise. Nice jumping jacks or push-ups or something along those lines. Sit-ups could also help. Napier um, obviously didn't go so well. With uh, KT as he continues to drown his sorrows in milk. Just chugging away. Now, we did this. We've done this a couple of times. Hooch tried it before.
0: And Hooch, and that, Hooch that body of water? Far. That body of water couldn't hold it. It was her own milk.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Our intern
0: Hooch. Under two, I think.
1: Didn't actually do it. It made
0: it through the first stomach, but the uh, second one, it just wouldn't handle. Tricky second stomach.
1: Are the pictures up of her on RollRadio.fm? They're not up yet? Damn it. All right, Has anyone attempted the gallon of milk challenge here in this room? Has anyone actually done it before? All right, Zeppelin, you say you've tried it? I have attempted it, but I failed miserably.
0: Well, how far did you get through it?
1: About three quarters of the way. Okay, and then it just came right back up? Yes. All right, are you going to slow down, or are you just going to keep chugging there, bro?
11: Just gonna keep on chugging. Are you drunk
1: now? <laughs> you, you milk drunk? You, off the lactose or whatever it is? You're not lactose intolerant, are you? Oops. That would be a bad time to find out. Yeah, that would be awful. Um, nah, for you. Mm-hmm, we don't care. We're not held liable. <laughs> You're the one drinking milk like that, like a maniac. Why don't you slow it down? We got some, we got some dog food to.
0: Yeah, soak it up if you want to. Right you can't slow down, if you want yeah, something to on. Why don't on. you
1: just slow down a little bit? Would you like a chicken nugget? Okay. Uh, will that help?
10: Bring a
8: glass of
7: orange juice. <laughs> oh, God.
1: oh, man. All right. We'll just hang out for a bit, okay? All right. 1041 right. Checking in in the hideout, Dubs, the heretics here. Formerly Nightmare Dave, now just Big Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Mo,
4: big difference.
1: Big Dave, you're in the hide, of Row Radio. What's up, Big Dave? Hey, what's up, guys?
7: What's up
4: there, Take... Sorry, I haven't had <laughs> the open door policy in a while, but I've been, you know, trying to work my life out and everything. All right, how's that going? It's going awesome, actually. My chick has finally came back. She came back to me last week, oh. and and we finally we I think we fully reconciled starting tonight. We've so you guys, really are... things have gone well.
0: you guys are back so together.
4: I... Kill yourself. Yeah.
1: No. Kill yourself. All right, hold on a second. <laughs> Nothing. Hold on. Now, let me get this straight. It's all Slow down over there, Napier. I don't want to miss you throwing up. <laughs> so, you and your chick um, are back together. Now, this is well documented on the iTunes.
3: The Hide Up Podcast.
1: On podcasting.
3: Actually, it's under the WODcast.
1: Under mm-hmm. Wadcasting, where your chick had been cheating on you for a year and a half, Big Dave, and you guys... She left you without telling you where she was going. Turns out she went to go meet one of her Internet buddies. They've been having sex for the past couple of months. You were down, almost suicidal. It caused a fight between us, you and me. Yeah. And after all this cheating and lying, you've accepted or, her back into your life.
4: Well, no, I tried it. She accepted me back because there's a whole background <laughs> story to... There was a little bit of truth to some of the abuse stuff that she was saying. Uh, I was...
1: Alright, what were the Today. admit thing what were the things that you did not admit to us? Are, are you about well, to throw was, up, Napier? I, Don't throw up yet, dude. You gotta let me know if you're gonna throw up over there, alright? Sit in much- the corner. Use <laughs> <laughs> the milk as a dunce cap. Go ahead and sit in the corner. All right, so what things did you not admit, Vic Dave?
4: Basically, well, basically I realized and I admitted I had an addiction to porn, and I was sexually abusing the hell out of her, and kind of emotionally abusing her at the same time without really realizing I was doing it.
1: Like, All right, and, so uh, how did she convince you you were abusing her?
4: Well, she didn't convince me. I realized on my own after the fight that you and I had, I realized it before. I, I didn't expect her to ever call me again. But I got a message to her mom just to tell her that I was sorry, I forgave her for what she did, I kind of understood, and that I was just sorry.
1: So and you guys that, are back together now?
4: Yeah, she called me and we talked for a week. She was she was going through problems with that guy, realizing that he was a kid and not an adult. And uh, how old? I, what what he was, was he? Was he, he like fifteen? No, he was uh, he was seventeen, and then uh, she went to him after right after he turned eighteen.
1: Uh, wow! Dave,
4: I, you're a winner. I put her on a plane and brought her back to me. And you, you me paid, paid
1: for it. And, uh, yeah. Pay, so hold on, let, let me get this straight. What's the number? So you left. She's back with you now that her 18-year-old boyfriend has left her. Yeah. Well, she gets the silver medal this time. Are you about to throw up Napier?
3: Don't leave. Don't leave. Don't put down your milk. Hold on.
0: That's your milk. Hold on. That's your (laughs) milk. (laughs) Don't (laughs) hide (laughs) your face.
1: Get in
0: the
1: corner. Doggy, get in the corner.
0: How do you even make it 10 minutes?
1: Because he chugged like Yikes. a fourth of it.
0: Yeah, finish or it. Or two thirds of it. You got to finish that milk.
1: He's already thrown up. I know, but he still has to finish the milk. That is true. Mm. We, we did say you have to finish it. It's if you rules. can finish it, we didn't say it without throwing up. Dude, yeah. You're <laughs> in, the, in the corner. In the corner, Napier. Yeah. I'm serious. I want you in the corner. Don't make me rub your nose in it. <laughs> so hide out real radio one oh four point one. He's replacing what he's lost. He's trying to get back those electrolytes. Get the trash can in front of you. Trash can in front. What are you learning about radio? Tell because you're an intern. What are you learning about radio right now? I hate milk. Alright, then that's lesson number one. We can mark milk that we can mark that off on your Valencia internship yeah, program. In the worksheet. All right, so honestly, Dave, douche chill, you have the biggest... Do- oh, he's throwing up again. Oh. <laughs> it's really just the texture in which it went down. It hadn't even had time to curdle yet. <laughs> Dave, you have the biggest douche chill story, and you would have won the Dave Chappelle tickets. Oh,
4: I- oh, okay. I didn't know you guys were giving them. Away. I not <laughs> well, My schedule changed at work, but I haven't really had a whole lot of time to
1: listen to the show. Well, I, I cannot believe... You've taken this chick back. Is she there? Do you want to bring her up on the show?
4: (laughs) Uh, I don't know. I guess we could.
1: Uh, Was Link your marriage counselor?
4: I'm off. off, uh, um, We're going out on a date on Monday night, and uh, Tuesday night I'm
1: off. Are you all living together?
4: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Sir, so wow. everything's back to normal, honky dory.
4: Well, no, not 100 back to normal. You know, we're, we're taking it slow and we're working through some of the issues that we had from before.
1: All right, Napier's throwing up again. Hold on, <laughs> oh, no, Napier, dude, you slow down, brother. You got You got 40 minutes. Stop pacing yourself right now. And if you're gonna, uh, don't remove the trash can until you've actually yeah, until you're done throwing up. Do it all one good in. Yeah, take it slow.
0: Take Will's advice.
7: <laughs>
0: How do you feel? You look demoralized <laughs> What's wrong? You're just puking in a corner What's the problem? It's not that bad You feel better? I felt better You felt better? Until?
1: Like when was you When, when so far in the show Have you felt your best? Oh, oh all right, he's throwing, he just threw up again <laughs> Is that the time you felt better? Like after you threw up That, that go round? I'd say so Alright, feeling good, huh? So, Big Dave, you're back with the girl, huh? Yep.
11: So have you had sex with her after she had sex with some other guy? Ben. Okay. don't
1: care.
4: Everybody's everybody had sex with somebody else, so it's not... I don't know want
3: to talk <laughs> about that. Oh, way to reasoning. Did you taste
1: it? Now, yeah. Oh, God. All right, now let me ask you, Big Dave.
7: Okay.
1: Is... Is everything supposed to be hunky-dory? Do you realize we're your friends Right now, up there goes
3: Jack Napier (laughs) again. He's still puking? Yeah. (laughs) Get a hold of yourself, man. (laughs) Pull it together. Pace yourself, brother. Hey, Napier, who's on your team?
1: (laughs) I'm on your team, buddy. We're teammates, my friend. You're doing the team proud right now. There you go. Look at that yogurt you spit up. All right, mm. hold on a second. You want me to burp you? No. We're teammates. I'll burp you. <laughs> Clean your nappy. It's okay. All right, so Big Dave. Yeah. You realize we're all in a bit of shock because the battered wife has gone back to the uh, abusive husband. And you're the battered uh, I was wife. I was,
4: being, I was the being abuser, not the doozy.
1: Because I why?
4: A, I made myself out the beauty beauty with the whole story because I right, hold on a second. Admit to myself what I was doing.
1: You liked to act out porn scenes with her, right? That was your thing.
4: I wouldn't know. I wouldn't. We wouldn't really act them out. I would force them on her. I was forcing her to be everything I've seen in the porn movies. Like? Which is a bad thing.
13: Like attractive? <laughs> Can't force her to be that. She was kind of ugly.
4: Better than anything you could get, mad.
13: I, you
1: sure about that? I could get, get a cup of dirt and be better than that. Uh, Hold on. Be nice to Big Dave. He attacked me first. That is true. <laughs> Did he really? No. I, don't no. Know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the I got on the phone. All right, Big Dave, why don't you bring your girl up here next? Oh, there goes Napier again. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: Can't do Teammate, Damn. you okay? Fine. All right. <laughs> Team Hapbe looks in trouble. No. <laughs> oh. I can tell song. you, I, there's another team half playing right now. I could give me an update on that. No, okay. come on. Why be why be an ass? There's no need for that. All
1: right, let me ask you this. Honestly, right now, by show of hands, who would you rather be, Napier or Big Dave? Uh, Napier? Yeah. Uh, everyone has wholeheartedly agreed they'd rather be Napier than you, Big Dave. Even Tommy. Ouch. Does that sting a little bit? No, not at
4: all. Do you realize? their opinion? Everybody has their opinion and they're more than entitled to it. Do you realize that, their
1: Do you realize that maybe we're a little skeptical because if you really did leave out your part of the story, that's even more of a prick thing to do than
4: yeah that why do you think I'm not nightmare and Dave anymore? That was a side of me that I don't want to be anymore.
1: Ugh. what does that mean? He's Well,
4: changed. Nightmare is a name I just picked up from wrestling, but as a whole, you know, I kind of... Now he's wet dream, Dave. Oh, oh, oh.
1: Hold on a second, Na- uh, Napier's throwing up again, hold on.
7: <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: teammate, you going to be able to finish that? Probably. <laughs> you Probably. on it. Yeah, you're going to have to get on that.
7: How's your first week?
1: For good first week? All right, now he's going to start chugging some more. Let's hear it for Napier. He's chugging it. Whoa, wow, he's really chugging it. He's about to kill it, Dubs. He's about he's about to kill it. He's on the verge of killing it. Napier has killed the bill. All right, try to keep it down for 90 seconds. Can you try to keep it down for 90 seconds? Got a minute and a half. Do do your best to keep it down for 90 seconds.
0: Hold it. Hold it. Yeah. How bad do you want to puke right now? Hold it.
1: (laughs) He just threw up. He just lost it. That was about 10 seconds. Yeah, he made it about 15.
3: It's (laughs) not his nose. But he finished it. That means no punishments next week.
1: (laughs)
7: <laughs>
1: Alright, it's seeping through everywhere oh. Is that your, how is it?
0: Coming all out of the awkward mouth of this His hair is untouched though His hair is untouched How does it come out of your ears?
1: Alright, Big Dave, you bring her up next week so we can get the whole story Yeah,
4: yeah, I'll fill you guys in on what really kind of happened And lead everything up to what's going on now all right, buddy. Well, because Tuesday we're going to Universal all day, so we can like celebrate the. Well,
0: that then Monday. Tuesday's gone. Right. <laughs> okay.
4: Well, no, Universal isn't open that late on Tuesdays. So all we'll right. Well, then after I... Universal on Tuesday night.
1: Oh. oh. Napier's just throwing up like a madman. All right, Big Dave. Well, congratulations, my friend. Thanks, bud. All right. We'll talk to you. <laughs> all right, her dick. <laughs> what a jackass. <laughs> Alright, some people just don't get it, do they? No. And there's nothing you can do to help nope.
0: him. Nope. That's what I told you, didn't
1: I? Nothing you can do to help him.
0: I said he's got, he's got his own thing he has to go through, and you aren't going to be able to change that.
9: It sounds more like he just made up some excuse so he could take her back. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I made her do this and that. Somehow I? it's his fault.
1: He likes the abuse. Yeah, But the nightmare part of him is gone. I don't know. <laughs> what does that mean? No. Is he still puking? Yeah, buck up, loser. <laughs> you think that you think that stung a little bit when people were like they'd rather be Napier, the guy throwing up in the corner who can't get the hot chick and who does her homework. No, everyone. looks to like Dave. a character
0: from the cartoon Doug.
1: <laughs> Very few people have seen it, however, they all like it. Uh, whoever did see it,
0: yeah, I got the it. Beats. they like the joke.
1: <laughs> all right, let me take a look in that.
7: Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: pretty nasty, brother. Oh, oh, he's, oh, he's, oh he's... Yeah. Oh! oh, oh he's that's half the a gallon. Stop it! Put it down! Put it
0: down! He's got it in the bag. Go throw that away, you animal. Downstairs, smoke, and throw it in the I'm on your team.
1: I'm on. He almost dropped it. I'm on your team.
8: Christmas present. Oh, my
1: goodness. That was literally three fourths of that gallon back just floating in that paper bag. Like <laughs> or in that plastic bag, I mean. Alright, we gotta take a break. Let's take a break, come back more with the heretics. Friday night in the hideout, Roll Radio one oh four point one. Alright, welcome back into the hideout.
10: Friday night heretics
1: are here. What's going on, heretics? Got some new faces, got some old faces, good to see them. Alright, we got an update, Dubs. Yeah? So the fourth-floor bathroom uh, floor is littered with regurgitated milk. Oh, mm. smart man. What Jack do do? Napier failed in his milk challenge, and not only did he fail in trying to take the trash bag that he threw up into, he dropped it on the floor <laughs> in the bathroom. Matt, you have an idea?
13: I say he looks up like a cat.
1: <laughs> All right, I'm going to give you a phone. And I'd like you to go down there and see if you could do that. Chick-fil-A John, if you'd like to go with him. Talk him, him into it. Tell him if he licks it up like a cat and we can hear it. That gives him a j- get-out-of-jail-for-free card.
0: On something he does not <laughs> On do something later. that
1: he does in the future. This buys him a get-out-of-jail-free card. I'll, I'll, I'll dial the warm line for you now. There, it's ringing. So walk down there. What do you think of that? People want to go down and watch it, they can. Yeah, if you guys want to go watch that... <laughs>
0: Enjoy that one. <laughs> I
1: right, hold on. Let's talk to someone we had not talked to in a long time. Here he is. Our good friend, hideout news director, Sir Gary the Prophet. Sir Gary! <laughs> long time no see. How are you, Sir Gary? I've been pretty good, thank you. Um, doing a little program tonight, very tiny little formative. Informative is, it? is what it's been.
0: Yeah, we've been yeah. just informing on uh, top of it.
1: Beyond all other things. Yes, sir. sir Gary, what's in the news, my friend? Well, um... They, they, I just see on the news tonight on TV that uh,
8: they, they passed a law that if anybody does a cigarette out of their uh, window, they'll get a fine for
1: it. No, oh, that's beautiful. That I can wholeheartedly agree with. Boo. Thank you. Uh, Sir Gary, anything else? Uh, well, um, they found
8: Miss, Mr. Wheeler, the one that shot the deputy, deputy sheriff, found him guilty today.
1: Oh, uh, is that good or bad?
8: Uh, I guess it's, it's kind of bad because he's starting over at the church, you know.
1: So. Oh man! All right, so Gary, where are you going to be on Sunday?
8: Looks we're on Sunday morning ten thirty. I bet we'll this be back Baptist church here in Garden on West Story Road where i good blessed pastor and did a ground the public invited.
1: Good job, Sir Gary. Thank you, buddy. All right, you too. All right, let's check in with Matt Albert. Matt,
13: Uh you ruined the bit What happened? He cleaned up the
1: milk already. Aww, tell him to respill it. <laughs> <laughs> let me talk to him. No,
4: there's no more
13: left.
1: Tell me, him to wring it out let, into his mouth. Let me talk to him.
4: Here, Nap, your dick. <laughs> Hello.
1: Hey. Yeah. You realize you missed the chance for a get out of jail free card.
8: I just want to clean up my mess, man. <laughs> All
1: right, let me, do you have any more throw up left in you? Nah. You want to try? Stick a little finger.
11: Uh to do to. What do you want me to do, have they?
1: I'm just saying an idea would be for you to regurgitate and then lick it up like a cat, and that gives you a get-out-of-jail-free card.
8: Uh, I can't really do anything else, man.
1: You're tapped? Pretty much. You threw up a whole gallon.
0: (laughs) I believe it. You saw that bag.
1: Well, then what would be next? Blood? One can hope. That will give you two cards
0: napier yeah <laughs> you're a very conversational guy who's on your team you are man that's right
1: <laughs> we're teammates and i'm trying to help you out with the get out of jail free card you don't want your teammates help i i appreciate the uh I appreciate you say the you don't want it say, but um, i'm cool all right you're on the jv <laughs> <laughs> sorry buddy
14: all right, well, what do you want me to do then,
1: F.A.? We already told you.
3: Move me up, coach.
1: Do you want to lick the water out of the toilet bowl? No. How come you don't want to be um, on my team anymore?
8: I, I, I didn't want to get your, your team, team. is weird. I, I didn't want to lick the <laughs> water out of the toilet
1: bowl. What do you want to do for get-out-of-jail-free card?
8: I'll just do the next stunt.
1: What? What's your next stunt you want to do? Lip up regurgitated uh, milk on the bathroom floor?
11: I already cleaned all that
1: up. How about we reenact it on Monday, and that way you can do it?
11: I'd rather not.
1: Then that's what we'll do. <laughs> Good
8: times.
1: Thanks so for being I'll a team p- player. I'll put
8: Matt back on before I put, get myself into any more trouble. Napier. Hello.
1: Hold on. Let me talk to him again.
2: Oh, no. I'm here. Nap- Napier. And... <laughs> Hello? Napier. Yes.
1: You're back on my team. All
2: right. Thank
0: Why? you. Why? Why would you put him back in your team? Because he said he's going to do it next week. He won't. He has he's
1: to. Failure. That's what teammates do. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Friday right night with the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Hair ticks of hair. I guess Napier is downstairs cleaning up from uh, losing the milk challenge. Chugging a gallon of uh, vitamin D red cap milk mm-hmm. in nine minutes.
0: And then throwing it up in 18. Yeah, he had an hour to drink it. For some reason, he forced it.
1: Uh, heard it first. Let's welcome in the ever uh, so lovely and talented, nice, tick. welcome for Miss Jackie London
5: from Local Ooh. 6 News at 11. Hey there, Jackie. What a nice welcome. Thank you, guys. Very uh, glad it's Friday? Uh, yeah, i no kidding.
1: Uh, what's Ooh. going on tonight, uh, Local 6 News at 11? Miss London.
5: Okay, well a mother is accused of killing her baby with breast milk. All because of something she consumed while she was breastfeeding. Uh, the baby died at five months old. We're gonna tell you how she became contaminated at least what prosecutors say how she became contaminated. But her lawyer says you know what? No, no, no. The baby died of sudden infant death syndrome. (laughs) We're going to let you decide when you hear what that mother was putting into her body while she was breastfeeding. It'd be
1: great if Local 6 News at 11 had a breaking story of an intern dying uh, from milk. Just regular milk. Yeah. Considering the challenge we just did. Uh, What else is going on? If the
5: baby was just chugging milk, it wouldn't be
1: a problem. (laughs) Right. It was the other stuff in it. Now we'll know. Lace it next time uh what else is coming up jackie
5: also a gator out of control you know we've seen a lot of pictures of gators in orlando but this thing 12 feet long 700 pounds wow we showed the video the other day it was unbelievable this gator trying to break free from trappers that video came out of south florida and this (laughs) now that gator though moved from South Florida and is moving here to Orlando and everyone can see him at Gatorland, but he okay. did not calm down and he did not want to come to Orlando. So we're gonna show you the new video tonight of his arrival here and how he reacted.
1: Okay, so but this isn't the Gator that has eaten the local people.
5: No, 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 no.
1: Okay, is that one gonna be on display at Gatorland?
5: No. Okay. Usually, no, no, no. Not at all. This one is harmless because this one hadn't hurt anybody, but they just discovered it in a canal in South Florida. So They said, you know what? He hasn't hurt anybody yet. We're just going to capture him. Not harvest him, but just take him to Gatorland so people can see how monstrous he is.
1: And what's the final story for this Friday night uh, for Local 6 News at 11, Miss London? The
5: final story before you guys get money out to hang out tonight, one of the largest banks in town is under a microscope. You know, we all use ATMs Mm -hmm. to get money out. Well, some devices were actually found rigged to an ATM machine here in Orlando, in Central Florida. Those devices meant that someone would put their ATM card in, and when they put their card in, the actual numbers, the account numbers were recorded by people who shouldn't see those numbers. We're going to tell you what they were doing with those credit cards. So you gotta watch tonight. Oh, you can't even PM give us a little hint,
1: watch. a clue as to who it is before we go out. We gotta, we gotta go watch local six you're news at gonna, eleven. Huh? You're
5: not gonna go out before eleven thirty anyway. All right,
1: you're right. All right, there she is, Jackie London, local six news at eleven. Thank you, Jackie. Have a good weekend. You too. Bye. All right, bye. Kisses. All right, here's Napier. Come on over to him, Mike. Everybody backs away. <laughs> How are you feeling, my friend? Kind of got an upset stomach. From what? Well, from, oh. Milk. Oh. Uh,
0: Milk's good for you.
1: Yeah, how are your bones? <laughs> Teeth look great. Feeling stronger already. Are ya? you? You want to do some push-ups, sit-ups? Yeah, sit-ups would be nice. Obstacle course? Heart punch? <laughs> 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 now, I didn't think of this, but you still get that get-out-of-jail-for-free card because you cleaned up the vomit that you did, that you spilled everywhere? How about with, uh? how about if you put that, um? what did you use, like paper towels to clean it up? Yeah. How about you put it in your mouth like it's chew? <laughs> Tucking inside your lip. <laughs> Just like chew, you know, like a big wad of chew. Big league chew. You know, like all of a sudden we're in the big leagues.
11: Yeah. <laughs> a little hunk of scrap I oh. threw them all away, man. And,
1: and you're Dennis Eckersley. <laughs> Darren Dalton. On the door. He has no mental issues. Huh. How to do you? He's sane. What do you think, Napier? Or are you going to back out? Fine, I'll do it. <laughs> Have you no self-respect? <laughs> What's your problem, man? <laughs> Let me ask you. Hold on a second, um, Big Jack Napier. Um, what is it exactly? Like, are you just trying to please us? Are you doing anything to help the show, or anything for the show, man? Including. Drinking milk, embarrassing yourself in front of friends, throwing it up, cleaning it up, and then chewing on the paper towels. That's what you think will help win you respect on this show?
11: It's what you're telling me to do, man.
1: No, it's not what I'm telling you to do. It's... We're asking if you want to, and you're you don't saying ha- yes, you don't I want to, to. You I love don't, it. You don't have to do anything. All you have to do is sit back there and, you know, not annoy Tommy to the point that he didn't want to kill you. Too late.
7: <laughs> yeah, that one you
1: ruined in the first three days what would you like to do would you like to chew on that paper towel and be a hero or zero or would you rather go sit in the back hold your little tummy and be a zero
0: what would you rather do paper towel
1: <laughs> you're an idiot
0: <laughs> absolute <laughs> retard
1: seriously you're, you're going to chew on a paper towel that has regurgitated milk are you going to do it?
9: That you wiped up the bathroom floor with. Mm. Where did it spill near? Uh,
11: the sink. Near the sink?
9: Nah, on the floor. Okay. So after everyone walks from either the urinal or the toilet, they walk over there to wash their hands.
1: Where it's sticky, then they keep, they track that stickiness over to the... Right, I'm going to do you a favor because we're on the same team. I'm only going to make you chew on it for 10 seconds. 20. No, 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 no. This is my teammate. What's your favorite number if you were going to be on our team? If we ha- if we get jerseys for Team Hefe, me and you, Napier, three. Three is your favorite number? Three minutes it is.
7: <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right, let's take a break and come back. You don't have to do it. You don't have to do it at all. No. In fact, I would rather you didn't, being team leader. Coach.
11: Whatever you say, man. Jesus.
1: He's a team guy. I say you go find a baby and throw it over the edge.
7: (laughs) Are those the paper towels, Chick fil
1: A John?
3: Yeah.
1: Those are the paper towels. How about this?
3: How
1: about instead of chewing on them? The bottom ones are brown. The bottom ones are brown. The bottom ones are brown. How about instead of chewing on them? You just stick your head in there and wear it as a knapsack.
7: 104
1: seconds. 104 seconds. You want to smell it? Get a good smell.
7: Just a good smell.
1: No good? People are backing away. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll decide what you want to do, Napier. Again, you don't have to do anything. No. As team, you are your own person. As Team leader, I don't want you to do anything. I think you should. Shut up, Will. I don't want you to do anything. I want you to be your own man. I want you to stand up and be somebody. Question is, how are you going to be somebody? That's up to you. Right now, you're Neo.
7: (laughs) We got the white pill
1: and the white pill. Which one are you going to take? Here. I got my hands out. Which pill do you want? Don't point. There are no pills here, you moron. What, you stupid? Are you hallucinating? There's no pills here. Idiot. milk drunk? It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. All week long, J-Dubs. We are getting people qualified for the trip to Vegas. Yes. And...
0: From the Bernie Mac show.
1: We had people crack eggs with their asses. We had someone find Matt, Lost Vegas, EJ from the U. Someone get a tattoo, a Chinese symbol saying abortion tastes good. We had someone call in the best way that they would kill someone. We're drawing the winner right now. Drawing.
3: And it is... Tattoo recipient, Doogie Tarantino. Doogie
1: Tarantino has won the trip to Las Vegas, courtesy of the Bernie Mac Show. Party like a star grand prize, a trip... Uh, to Las Vegas for two, including round-trip airfare, $200 in cash, and a three-night stay at the New York New Yorker Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. New York New York Hotel and Casino combines some of the famous sights of the Big Apple with the thrills and excitement of Las Vegas. From the Central Park-themed uh, casino, also the replica of the Statue of Liberty, the provocative uh, Sergei Dulé, uh Soleil show, Humanity Zumanity. In New York, New York has it all. Watch the Burning Mac show on 65 weeknights at 7 p.m., congratulations to Doogie Tarantino and to Snatchy Cakes. And happy birthday, Snatchy Cakes. And now let's come over for a second,
9: because Doogie, you said you went to Epcot today, and you have a story about your tattoo. Yes, we did. I wanted to check and make sure that it actually said what it was supposed to say, because mm-hmm. I worried you might have come up with something with like pedophilia or something horrible that I would have on my leg. As opposed to... Uh, Abortions taste good, yeah. Right. Yes. Well, so I asked the lady at the first counter, and she looked at it, and, like, her eyes widen as much as they can, I guess. And, uh, <laughs> and she says, well, that was she says I top- can't translate this into English, and she called the manager over, and the manager looked at it and turned around and walked away. So we went to somebody on the other side of the store, and we said, can you tell me what this says? And she says, all right, well, the top part here, it says uh, when a woman has a baby and doesn't want to keep it. And then at the bottom, she explained, you wouldn't put the words together that way, but it, it says taste good. So it means exactly what it was supposed to be. Thank you. To.
1: All right, J-Dos. Well, congratulations. You've got that for life, and you got a trip to Vegas from the Birdie Mac Show. Thank you. Good job, buddy. All right, Napier, let's bring it back over to you. We've had the, uh, the challenge all night. You... You wrote a letter to your friend, KT, about your perfect date with her. It sucked. Everybody said so. So your punishment was the gallon of milk challenge. You tried to chug it in nine minutes. You failed. You've been throwing up essentially ever since. You, th- you dropped the throw up in the bathroom on the floor, fourth floor of the compound. You picked it up, and now we have it in the paper towels, and you're looking for a get-out-of-jail-free card. This means the next time you screw up badly, you won't have to stunt. Now, what that, what's at stake here is you chewing on one of these paper towels that you cleaned up with. Mm-hmm. Like it's big league chew for 30 seconds. I mean, three seconds.
0: I'm sorry, we'll do three No, seconds. ten. All right, ten. ten three, seconds. three seconds is nothing. I right. just put it in and spitting it out. All
1: right. I want you to grab a piece of paper. Uh, no, first of all, are you going to do it? Do you want to do it? It's by your own free will.
0: you want to do it?
11: He's
1: grabbing it. Oh,
0: he's got one.
14: All
1: right. Step in front of the mic. Yeah, dig for it. Shut up. (laughs) All right. You're going to put it in your mouth for 10 seconds. I want to hear you chewing. I want you to say I love KT while you chew.
11: (laughs) I love KT.
1: Now say I am KT. Why? Just say it. I'm K2. <laughs> now say, I'm a. I'm a. Now say, you love KT. Has it been 10 seconds yet? Yeah. No, just finish that. The two, right? You love K2. And I'll mix it all together so it says what I want it to say. And your 10 seconds starts now.
7: <laughs>
1: what, what do you want me to say, man? Yeah. Just delaying it. You're making it
13: longer.
7: <laughs>
1: And time! Let's hear it for Napier. She's going to be really impressed with you now. (laughs) What's wrong, buddy? You okay? Again, you didn't have to do any of this. But you realize you have a get-out-of-jail-for-free card, right? All right, do me a favor. I want you, because we need this read. We need this read so that we can give it away. You know, we have the Bernie Mac show. I want you to read this correctly. If you screw it up in any way, you have to stunt.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, whenever you're ready.
1: The Bernie
11: Mac Show, Party Like a Star. Grand prize to a trip to Las Vegas for two, including round trip airfare, $200 Bernie cash, and a three night stay at the New York, New York <laughs> Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. New York, New York Hotel and Casino combines some of the f- famous sites, the Big Apple, thrills, and excitement of Las Vegas. From Central Park, theme, consi-
1: uh, theme <laughs> casino. Go ahead and finish it. We got we to finish it. Uh, but you know what? The good news is that you don't have to stunt for screwing that up. Yeah, because you, you, you have that get out of jail free. Jail free so, you're why don't kind. you go ahead and wrap this up? Oh, you're, you're lucky.
11: To the replica of the Statue of Liberty, to the provocative Cirque du <laughs> Soleil Cirque show, Zumanity. New York, New York has it all. Watch the Bernie Mac show on 65 weeknights at seven.
7: All
1: right, let's hear it for yeah. now. Yeah. Jesus Christ you were so close to getting over. I mean, really, it's like you had it there, you had to get out of jail-free card, and you messed it up. Mm-hmm. Just by reading. Oh, well. Well, if there's anything to what be learned by learn? of this. Um, Napier, I want to ask you one more thing. Come on over here, buddy.
0: Who's on your team?
1: <laughs> you are, man. One more time? You are.
0: Do you have any self-respect? Thank you, bro.
1: Hey, high five. Go team. No. I'm not going to touch you. you. Can you just throw up everywhere? You're just chewing on regurgitated paper towels.
0: For nothing, basically.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, he didn't have to stunt because he did. He messed up the read. <laughs> Boy, I had fun tonight. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> this is like the old times. Let's hear it for the new chunks, Napier. Yeah, you got him. Is he officially ready for the title of Radio Bottom? He has may he, be. Has he He's made close. Has he made it to that part yet? What does he have to do for you people? What? I think he's probably hit rock bottom today. This isn't enough for him to be radio bottom. It's only been seven days. I'm looking forward to next week. I'm looking forward to see who you can piss off next week.
0: The next three months. Right. He has three more months of this crap. When's your internship up? I
1: have no idea. That's great. I want you to extend it. <laughs> You're going. I'll tell you now. You can extend it for another three months. Well, anyway, thank you to the Bernie Mac Show. Congratulations to Doogie Tarantino and Snatchy Cakes for winning. Also, thank you to uh, the Heretics who came out this evening, uh, as well as uh, congratulations to the Don who picked up on those tickets, anti Matt for the uh, Dave Chappelle stand-up show that's going to go on at the TD Waterhouse coming up on Wednesday June 21st. Tickets for that go on sale Monday morning at 10 a.m. Tomorrow night you got SBK Live from 7 to 10. And then other than that, Monday we're going to be back. Wake up with the monsters in the morning. Shannonburg Middays, Phillips Fall in the afternoon. Hideout will be back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to the Hideout on Real Radio
0: 104.1. Be somebody always thought good.
1: Question everything at State Classic. Let's hear it for Napier, guys. Come on. That's my teammate oh. right there. We out, bitch, five thousand.
4: Moe. You're a whore. Admit it. Admit you're a big whore. Go ahead. Shut up! Stop it, you weak, you baby! Shut up! Shut up!
7: Shut up! all the same. You Oh, Tommy.
9: I wish I know how to quit you. I
7: wish
9: I know how to quit you. He's so gay.
11: I'm a transaction I'm a transaction 5,000.
12: 5,000.